Everybody and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Howdy. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And uh, we're very excited to be here, isn't that right? We are, yeah. Slightly different location. Same frosty, different room, bigger room. Bigger room. Bit of an echo chamber, but it's alright. Bigger room for a bigger slate of albums. This yes. is the show where we review some albums that came out in the last few weeks. And then sometimes we look back at an older one. Yes. And um, it's a pretty it's a pretty simple brief, but I think we mm-hmm. we deliver on that brief with uh, exception. Yes, and we'll get some content from our cat. Yes. My cat to the left of us now, so, so it's, hopefully it's three three beings are in front of the mic now, not just two. Three beings, so hopefully W will um, choose to chime in. Yeah. He's looking a little sleepy right now. <laughs> he is. Going to ignore us. Our <laughs> bullshit. So uh, and our opinions. We've, yeah, like I said, we've got tons to talk about. We're going to be talking about new albums from Poppy, Thrice, Public Service Broadcasting, Howdy, Jake <laughs> Bowen, a new EP from a band called Perfume. And then we're also going to be taking a look back at Megadeth's seminal 1990 record, Rust in Peace. So absolute packed program. We're going to rocket through this. Um, we're taking no prisoners. We're taking no shit. No. This week. But we um, might. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know it's been a little bit longer since um, since the last episode. So that's why it's, it's a, little a little bit, bit more. A little bit of a bumper we, episode. Yeah, we need it to. Yeah, we, but yeah. you got to take time sometimes um, yeah. for life. But uh comes at you. It comes at you hard, bro. Yes. You know? It does come at your heart. Um, any, any, anything on the news front before we crack in? Um, not really. I mean, there's some great albums coming out in November, as we all know. We'll be prepared for. Absolutely. We'll, we'll see when that happens. But a fucking Soda Blonde are, are playing on Sunday in the lighthouse across the room, across the away from my work. I'm like right across the road. I will be there. Are you there? I will be there. I'll be there. I'm not very much looking forward to it. Um, when is so it on? What time? It's eight ish, I think. Eight or nine. It's a, um, a bit out of the loop for me. Um, I need to be home to cat sit because everybody else is on holiday. But yeah, I'll, I'll be. Ex- <laughs> I will I'll say one hear thing: the rehearsal. Ticket, tickets are not going to begging. Exactly. Um, I think I believe it's sold out pretty much straight away. The only reason I'm going is um, that's fine. Our manager has a sort of an in with uh, with the venue, so that's how I managed to get a ticket. But um, I'm I really mean, looking forward to it. I my sister's friend works is the manager there so yeah you okay. also have an in Dylan also has an yeah, in yeah. Um, but unfortunately he's got cat mining duties uh, but regardless hey, I'm really I really might excited. hit the rehearsal they, maybe hit the rehearsal lot, I've seen a lot, I've been hearing a lot of bands playing up there poke your head in well the thing is that they've they've, they've kind of kicked off this month of mm, shows yeah um, so I'm going to two of them I'm going to see Soda Blonde this Sunday and then I think uh, Sunday week I'll be seeing The Scratch who this blew my mind so The Scratch have been causing a bit of a stir in the Irish music scene for the last couple of years yeah. um, I'll be honest with you didn't pay much attention to them because I didn't know I didn't know them <laughs> well because that name is just so bad it's pretty bad it's it's it really is it's first no, year it's school no so- concert it's no Soda name. Blonde it's no Soda Blonde the, the Scratch is maybe you know one of the most sort of basic band names I've ever heard but that's not to say that they're the, one of the most basic bands I've ever heard because I, I, I listened to them and thought this is very interesting because this sounds like you know, a and other folk, so yeah. vote, you know, heavily accented okay. Dublin folk band type stuff. Mm-hmm. But, and yet there was something in the music that was making me think, 
why why am I thinking about Fear Factory and Devin Townsend and the, why 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 are those things coming into my brain? It's turns out the Scratch, the same members were a band called Red Enemy, who for a while were the the Great White Hope for Dublin-based metalcore. So if you actually ever listen also to Red a Enemy, questionable band name, but yeah, why like well, well what's Red is. Is somebody red? Is this a, is this I think, a weird? Well, I think red. It's probably a reference to commun- like McCarthyism okay. and and the, that, and the and the the Cold War. I guess that that's one. Yeah, you what you thinking of the? There's a few others. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, regardless, it's a color. It's an I don't know. It's a fine name. It's not the best name, but it's better than the scratch. Either way, they were they were great. They were they were more, they kind of along the lines of think you know kind of converge or every yeah, time yeah, I die yeah. or uh, take some more Irish influence like Baylor uh-huh. or Lancome. They were really good, but they were super heavy. Um, so hearing them doing essentially doing that on acoustic guitar so and saying, a cajon, what you're saying is that they still have it in their back pocket. Oh of yeah, inspiration. That's fun. That's like it's um, fun. that's like uh, your your band that did uh the blue album cover thing you recently. What were they? The blue album cover. Uh, the, uh what was it again? Um, it's a metal band that kind of went shoegazy. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's like what they do. Yeah. They still have their metal in the back. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You can hear the influence. So I, I, I was very... I've listened to a good bit of the Scratch now just before the gig and I'm, I'm excited because supposedly the gigs are as intense as any... You name it, like any kind of hardcore band or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And I'm excited, excited to, yeah. to hear what you think of Solo Blonde in that area. Yeah. Because it's a nice room. It's upstairs. Hey, man. We I've been the... upstairs. I watched Game of Thrones the, the, the last season. <laughs> I'm sure this will be better than that. I'm, yeah, I I did watch a few episodes of that season. They were the only Game of Thrones episodes I ever watched. I thought they were fine, but I had none of the context. Um, but uh, it would be amazing to have a Don't proper worry. venue. It's not going to be... Yeah. You know, Top Hat was the last venue. That's what I was going to say. Metallica played there. And that was Metallica the played the Top Hat. I mean, Nirvana played the Top Hat. Supported by Sonic Youth. Thank you very much. Um, so it was a very sad day when that, that illustrious venue just 10 minutes down the road from us uh, closed. Not that you or I were really alive, but to, still to see it. Like, but regardless, um, still, yeah, it would be amazing to have a have a have a you know a really good solid sort of four hundred cap venue right down the road. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, very excited for that. Um, I will report back as to how so the blonde are. But yeah, I don't really have any other news to report. So I think let's kick in. We've got seven albums or something yeah. to review this week. So let's go. First album is by a artist called Poppy. Called Flux. We've spoken about Poppy before on the show. No strangers to Poppy. We're no strangers to Poppy. Uh, Poppy, I suppose, rose to the attention of the alternative music community. Um, it was only last year, wasn't it? Yeah, 2020. I mean, beyond that, she started as a kind of an internet sensation. Yeah, right. Just weird. She's YouTube. sort of a meme queen. Weird or, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's quintessentially. Uh, it needs no more explanation, but weird YouTube. Yeah, weird <laughs> right? YouTube. Right. Yeah. 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 Like Off kilter personalities. Um, um, and translated to dancey music and yeah then, hyper pop hyper pop I, yeah. I think it was described as hyper pop yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been interesting to to see the development of uh, Mariah Pereira for, for Poppy Is She um, over the last few years like you said it was a, you know she, she had a pretty you know perfectly pleasant and, and digestible form of hyper pop that you know had all these inflections and, and subplots about you know c- computers becoming sentient and stuff um, and then we moved into I Disagree, which caused a huge stir. And it was, you know, it, it, it was part of the zeitgeist for a while there last year. And I think, did it make it into either of our top 20s? 2018, 2019s, yeah. uh, kind of pop stars going metal. And yeah. Rocky. There was a few, there was a couple. There was right? a couple, yeah. Uh, Certainly it came yeah. in the wake of the of the baby metal phenomenon, I think. Oh, um, yeah. Um, but there's a few pop stars. And uh, yeah. Halsey lately has done, yes. it's gone heavy. Yeah. 
somewhat. Yeah. But uh, yeah, keeps on going. And they, she was kind of the one, the first of that turn. I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. Uh-huh. I think, you know, Grimes had sort of dipped her toe in yeah, heavier yeah. climates. But no, this was definitely, you know, this was, this was her staking her claim, you know, to metal music. And there were, you know, proper metal bits yeah. in that album. This is the bridge of her going rock from here on. Yeah. It seems like... To now, it's consistently, that's what she wants to do. So, yeah, so that's interesting. So where Flux some way. comes in, I think, is she parted ways with uh, the ridiculously named Titanic Sinclair. Um, two who, albums ago, but yes. Two albums ago. Yes. Okay, so that's interesting. So this is part of her, this is, I think, is a I disagree continuation with the, of her. Was the, yeah. uh, to sum it up very quickly, I disagree, yep. I guess, um, was kind of the 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 eye of the storm, right? Mm, yeah. Or her, or maybe not the eye of the storm. Um, this album would be the eye of the storm, where it's fully, uh, com- you fully come to terms with the piece those... of the insanity. Yes, I think so. Of that bullshit situation she was going through, yeah. which she talked a lot about in the last album, which yes. is, was yeah. just angry and, and it was pure fighting. rage, and and it and it was in, and it was it was um, largely co-written by uh, Chris Creati, who I think is one of her closest friends mm-hmm. and and he remains a, a sort of a main co-songwriter on this album so it just goes to show that between the two of them there's a real smorgasbord of influences because oh. on because on you know i disagree there was everything from you know you kind of there was like little bits of mashuga yeah. there was bits of i don't know kind of dream theater type stuff there was just straight proggy up bits those proggy bits on. there were kind of thrash bits there was metalcore lots wow. of metalcore bits and then there was lots of you know, shimmering kind of pop music and modern pop music, nineties pop music. Whereas here, it all feels like it's um, it, it was more like a mosaic. I disagree, and I think that was part of what I liked about it and part of what I didn't like about it. I think in the end, I probably gave okay. it a, maybe a seven. Yeah, I think I, I think we had a conversation about. It. I think you liked it a little bit more than I did, I did, but I still really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I found some of the changes a bit jarring. Whereas on this one, I feel like she's really managed to create more of a um. It's just, it's just a, it's just a, it's a mix, isn't it? It's a, it's more of a blend. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a quicker, it's a, it's a quicker blend. Yeah. Um, it's not as, as widespreading mm. as the last album, no. I would say. No. Um, but there is the variety. The variety is there. Oh, very, yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. there. There's a lot of variety, um, and it comes yeah, out you faster, yeah. I think, because the song, a lot of the songs are pretty, pretty short. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that really stands to it as well, and I wouldn't be surprised. Sort if... of. Oh, okay. I oh, would say, I would say it's a bit more whiplashy. Oh no! What? Mm. Oh, I don't well, think there's, not, I don't, not, there's not, any whiplash in this I don't record. mean whiplashing in an exciting way. Yeah. No, I know you don't. <laughs> no, last time was exciting. I think this time there's whiplash in a. Okay. Like, oh, it's just. I, uh, okay. I. I like the way I like that sound. I like the grunge yeah. of that song, and yeah. I guess it's a little more. It, it's, it feels a bit more comfortable. Um, but it doesn't feel comfortable for her. I suppose that's the thing. I lyrically, still, no. You hear. Yeah, yeah, you hear some 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 things, right? You, you do. She gets into some Holy stuff. Shit. Yeah, but also this is new. This is new territory for of course for Poppy. Yeah. Um, and I certainly felt a. Uh, you want to talk about maybe two types of whiplash? I think it was an unpleasant or a or a quite a jarring whiplash. On I disagree sometimes where I didn't feel the sugary, sweet, syrupy pop stuff necessarily worked as juxtaposed with the kind of heavy metal stuff whereas here because the two sides of the coin are a little bit closer mm-hmm. i think it works and also you've got world uh, honestly alongside will yip probably the world's best producer in justin melda johnson who's mm. who we talk about every other week it feels like it. he produced the deaf heaven record that we just reviewed yeah he's worked with you know paramore metric ken andrews m83 yeah. we've, we've talked about it many times before but he 
I think he he, oh, he supervised a lot of live tracking to tape on this record, and it yeah. sounds. I disagree. Sounded, you know, it sounded it sounded precise and mechanical, and this sounds organic and lush and full and live. Yeah, a little bit more kind of bandish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it's great production. I think some of it is a bit choice. It's a choice. There's some drum yeah. choices. Mm. Mm. There's some just choices of songs and and songwriting in general that okay. is a bit questionable. Yeah. Uh, but I guess Flux off the bat. Um, yeah. Uh, the song itself, really cool entry. Awesome point, right? I I I think Flux is fantastic. Ha- has her yeah. has her uh, kind of a roaring roaring screaming mm. uh, style, which she developed more in the um the, the EP she released early on in the year for for NXT wrestling. Oh god, I don't think it, I it was really fucking good. Heard that? Yeah, it's fucking heavy. Her scream is very reminiscent of uh, Nikki from formerly of Pagan, but currently of Blood Command. Yeah. I think it, it's really impressive for somebody who doesn't have that background really or that history. I just think she I don't de- know. She don't know if it's, it's out of control or not, but it's no, impressive. It's, it's very no. I think if it was out of control. There's it, it, it a different sound. This it sounds controlled and she uses it all the time like lessen the damage it yeah, she, yeah it just yeah. hysteria it, she it, uses it, is it a so very well. particular scream i don't think yeah i think there is some mm. more learning to do with the scream there, there's more development to yeah, be done maybe oh, there's always I feel she can get there but um, what I, she's going for i think with uh with that with that deli- with that scream delivery is that's what I like about this record in that it kind of at times has that sort of Gen Z pop punk thing that we discussed with uh, Willow. You know, it, it, there, there's, there's or, yeah. you know, Machine Gun Kelly uh, or there's, there's tons of examples, but there's a there's a there's a very much a veering towards a sort of a pop punk. Yeah, sound. like like yeah. Uh, less in the damage. Yeah, so for mean sure. Are exactly that, right? Yeah, they're exactly that. Or like Charlie Bliss. They're they're playful and so yeah. mean. Kind of sounds a bit like Nirvana for some reason. Yeah, I can hear it. D- Da, 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 da. Yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. chordal change. It's yeah, there's totally a, some, <laughs> somewhere in Nirvana's. It, it just it's there. It's yeah. there. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's for sure. Playful, I, but though. I kind of, I kind of like that, and I think in less experienced hands, it yeah. might have gone a, a, the wrong way. But I think with Justin Melda Johnson on the production desk and 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 Poppy's, I think she's just got such a clear idea of what she wants to do with a lot of these songs. Yeah, that are really. It's the works. most bubblegum this album will get. It's so mean. So mean, yeah. And I found that a little annoying <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, I think it's. I I'd say it's Evere is just the wrong side of twee and cutesy. That like, that like chorus. I could yeah. stand the I disagree, sugar sweet, but that for some reason sounded mm. a bit, bit, bit teeny boppy. Yeah, a little um, bit. But then, but then, but then the next track is on the level, which where you're you're starting to go into minus the bear, yeah, no knife territory. It's got that kind of late nineties, early two thousands alternative Beep-a-doobie, vibe. Um, yeah, Beba Doobie for sure. A lot of nineties and aughts uh, yeah. channeling in this one. Um, it's with with very weird, yeah, displaced metal. Yeah, <laughs> then, then, then there's the there's the kind of breakbeat. Bass really cool, there's a really cool part yeah. where she's like yeah. singing singing like peacefully and blissfully over the blast piece yeah. and I found that very interesting yeah so th- that's it's interesting because she hasn't thrown the baby out of the bathwater there's still those those little hints at, at metal yeah. I think towards yeah. the end there's the there's a there's a there's kind of a Mastodon yeah. style it's riffing good. on uh, what track is this um, it's it's towards the end I think it's strange as it seems it's uh, blue oh yeah no no no, no no sorry it's not it's um, you're bloom. dead right it's bloom yeah it's bloom which I have some things to say about that but uh, on the level has really good really nice lyrics uh, really happy lyrics I guess ha- some of the happy she's been she seems to be in a new yeah. relationship or something yeah she's yeah, found yeah. as someone yeah absolutely it's, I think it's great I think that's it's not that quite song. subtext but overtext. <laughs> 
I'm good for her. It yeah, kind yeah. of reminds me of Auto Lux, that drum beat. That you know, it's it's sort of a bit like that first song, of Future yeah. Perfect. Finger picked acoustic guitar just comes yeah. out of nowhere. Lovely stuff. Hyster- um, Hysteria yeah. is an interesting one as well. Yeah. Um, lyrically, it's a, a bit a bit shocking. There's just some kind of oh oh. What what is this about hysteria? You're trying to say like as a thing, as a concept that you, that that, that okay Def Leppard hasn't already said. No, no, but uh, <laughs> there's some like like very violent outbursts that she's mm. kind of brushing off as oh it's just hysteria. I'm not sure what point of view she's speaking yeah. about hysteria from. Like, is that sincere or is she just saying it in a kind of tongue in cheek kind of way? Because it, it's weird if it's totally sincere. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't know. She's 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 been she's usually fairly candid. I I think yeah. I think sometimes it's I think I don't know whether it was Lana Del Rey or somebody said, but they sort of made this point that just because something sounds yeah like like yeah, like exactly. it's the wrong opinion or it's the wrong way to think about something, it's still like, my perspective. You know, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Some that some song, some, li- some odd lyrics in there anyway. But yeah, anyway. I hadn't actually tuned into the lyrics to that one, so <sighs> I will say that's the one that I think sounds most like um, most like Grimes, but it is. Yeah. It also has a little bit of Plastic Hearts era Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it's a little dark as well. A little Joy dark. Division and The Cure, which is a combination I can get behind. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think her goes for a more it's of a failure right. vibe. It's all right. You don't think hers great? Oh, I think hers awesome. I get. T- I got tired of it. Oh, okay. At first, it was my favorite out of the singles, and then it, like, okay, yeah. okay. I it's think... kind of dark and dreary. It's it's and it's got a nice mm. kind of stomp to it. I would say that her succeeds where Halsey failed. Mm. Mm. No. Not 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 no. the best moments of the Halsey record, but I think overall I think I prefer to sound I, I think, think it's over diff- something similar. I, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Uh, it's yeah. a different slice of, of the auto lux grunge. Yeah. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere there, right? We keep on going to auto lux, but hey Ah, but they're just wonderful. That's that's like so many different failure um, rep, which we literally talking about Ken Andrews solo yeah. of auto lux and I enjoy, it. I enjoy same, some yeah. of the yeah. bendy discordant soloish yeah. Lead guitar bits. That's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. A bloom. Okay, now we're at bloom. Um, I think this is. I appreciate mm. the subverting of the um, dynamics. Sure. Right. Where yeah. you where you'd expect it to get huge, mm. and it doesn't. Yeah, it gets, yeah, yeah, it gets quite yeah. pretty. Yeah, and, yeah, and and then, yeah. Like I say, then kind yeah. of Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> right. last album. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think what it could do while keeping that it could have developed to have more heaviness in it because yeah. um it totally has the room for it um i think yeah. that was underutilized that's a miss that's a one misstep in this album i think for me yeah. um that's interesting it could have used it it had the space without ruining anything else that it was establishing mm. yeah because i, I love the kind of the the, the the tempo to it and then kind of the verse yeah. has the intent that it's going that way yeah so I don't know if they changed it on a dime. Like, oh, maybe yeah. this doesn't sound good. The heavy. Who's to say? Um, maybe them, not me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe a maybe they made, flop maybe me, they made it. No, I wouldn't say Bloom is a flop. I think it's no, a, I think it's, it's a nice, it's great nice. song. Um, but it falls a little short. Yeah. Okay. No, I take take your point. Um, I just think it's kind of classy and and subtle, and I like that. And I think the same goes for a lot of the record. I think Never Find My Place is a brilliant closer. I don't um, come to Poppy for subtle. I do, I do. Yeah, so that, I mean, I love yeah. her subtle bits, but I love the jagged, fucked up weird bits, which there mm. are some here, but yeah. a lot. I love, that's what I love about this. I love that you can have an artist that can do and she one knows, thing. She knows there's not a lot. Because can, you, you, yeah. you hear that in like, uh, on the level. 
Right. The R- one bit that's insane, blast beating. Yeah. The only bit in the album. She only has to do it once. Well, no, they do, Never Find Me A Place is almost a sort of a Death Heaven type. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a terrific that's a huge, ending. That's a huge, huge. Off the bat, that's one of my favorite endings. But it could have gone for an I Disagree proper riff fest, and it doesn't. It's almost more of a, it's more of a noise rock. It, it just layers and layers mm. and layers up, and then she starts screaming, but not, not in just, a chuggy metal riff know, way. You, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I want additive uh construction with this like mm. well, like why flirt with i disagree have that a bit as well mm. um but I, yeah. you know you, you can you can develop a bit um i mean i i guess if you're going for a death heaven thing okay yeah. but she seems like she want kind of wants to keep the bit of the metal as well yeah and and who, who who's to say because you know she released an ep seven six mm. months ago that was fucking heavy as hell yeah <laughs> like really heavy i think this album really is one of the more of, of the albums that we've done, certainly in the last couple of years, I'm not saying it's one of the best, but I think in terms of an actual change in sound, that's a success. I think this is one of the, the standouts. It's close, yeah. It seems very matured, for sure. Because right? she sounds... She, I, I think it's very hard to, set, to sound totally different, to have a completely different sonic palette, really a totally different approach to songwriting, mm. and quite- to still retain your identity. Yeah, you know, I think that's kind of amazing, and she's she's it pulled it off. Of, for my it gets money. a lot of her her kind of YouTube star weirdness out of the way. Yeah, like f- almost fully. It's just that like what you, am I doing here? Does that one bit in so mean? Which okay, that's clearly that's a reference, true. but that's true. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's that's totally her talking about it. It's, mm. She know she knows what she's doing, and fair play because mm. it's a bold attempt. It's, it's not the boldest attempt, but it's a bold attempt to go in a more. Uh, yeah. Uh, consistent direction. I think it's yeah. I think it's tempting to say it's not bold because Cohesive. because I disagree was was the boldest statement on on of any. And I hope we musical get. Statement I hope we hear. I hope she doesn't totally land. No, yeah. In the uh, the, the tame zone because yeah. you could easily could after this. Oh yeah. Um, Whatever this. This is a stepping stone back to a sort of a heavier sound or because you have to remember this is um like it's it's accessible and it's you could show it to anybody but it's it still has really great like metal screens on she it she released a great single as well i yeah. can't remember what it was but uh, yeah. it's not on this album at all yeah do you remember me pointing that out at that one uh, uh i do what not. was it what was it uh keep vamping i'm gonna i will keep it. i will keep vamping because i could I will, I could Fear sing. of Dying. Fear of Dying. No. Yeah. No, that was such a good song. And that, yeah. that's a 2021 20, single. There you there. go. She's, she's not slowing down. I, I think Poppy has proven herself with this to be a real artist that you need yeah. to keep your, keep your eye on. I think and, so. And, and, I'm, and she's I'm, ascended to the upper echelon. I'm happy really. being unprepared yeah. for what she comes out with. Yeah. I don't mind this being something that I'm not totally yeah. out for because yeah. she'll come back soon enough and I'm, I'm invested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I suppose she couldn't have... She couldn't have uh, Shouldn't have done more to, to try and appease me because I think she's taken all of my criticisms of I disagree and, and built on them. And so for that reason, I, I yeah, mean, I mean, I'm going to go right to, in to, ahead. To and, the detriment, I wish she kind of yeah kind of was a bit more jagged for you. Yeah. Um, mm. It seems to slide into your pocket a bit too easy, this album, right? Mm, yes. And no, I don't. I'm not actually sure that's the case because I think there are certain things that are absolute catnip for me that. You know that you, it's obvious, but then I think there's other things that are a little bit, 
uh, out of left field and she's done a really good job of Trojan horsing in a couple of those elements from I Disagree yeah. but then also bringing in a wider rock audience and also doing it I think with her own flavour I think I think it sounds we've got some touch points but I don't think it sounds exactly like any of our touch points so there's little bits of Nine Inch Nails there as well but it's not it's not, it's not overbearing yeah. I think it's a very good album I'd probably give it an 8 I'll give it a 7 alright still on board yep I think, we've just, I think we've just swapped our scores. Um, yeah. And favorite track? Favorite track is probably... Jeez, um, it's it's probably Never Find My Place. Oh, it's a, such a great Perfect song. Ending. Not as good as the last album. I think the last album had great kind of like... Yeah. Um, it re- a reprisal of everything. You remember there was this... Yeah. That, I love that construction. And, and this yeah. is good. This is a different kind of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, uh, funny enough, the one that sounds a little bit like Typo Negative is my favorite, uh, Strange oh, As It Seems. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's a great song. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree. (laughs) I don't disagree. All right, that's um, that's Flux by Poppy, a well worth checking out and it is only Absolutely. it's a cool it's a cool half hour so well worth them well, well worth your time uh next up we'll talk a little bit about bright magic the new album from public service broadcasting it's been uh, a while it's been a has while it? it actually has been a while the last album was uh, every valley which came out in 2017 so i believe this is their fifth album i do know them all so i can tell i mean up. white star liner was one we kind of covered oh we covered white star Liner. that was significant Oh, I thought White Star Liner was excellent. For a 13-minute thing. Yeah. Fucking lovely. I think we talked about it for a while. We did, we did, because that's what they do. I mean, every single review that covers public service broadcasting is going to say, well, you know, they've got, you know, every album has a concept. The first one was all about, you know, the, the BBC. And then there was the, there was the one that was all about the race for space and the, and the Cold War. Then there was the one that was about, uh, you know, the, the, the coal miners in Wales, Every Valley. I think we might have covered that on one of our very earliest shows, Every Valley. I think we did. Do you not remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Take me home to my family. I do, I do, yeah, I um, and then and so I think we, this is the third public service broadcasting release we covered because then they had their EP, yeah. uh, White Star Liner, yeah. which was about the Titanic. Yes, and then here we are yes. uh, with Bright Magic, which first of all, let's get it out of the way, doesn't really do the same thing in the same way no. as the other albums did. No, um, it's a much more it's a, it's a more oblique view of the concept, which is do you know what the concept is? Um, I think it's it. It sounds like German industrialism. Yeah, essentially, it's it's yeah. it's, it's and not it's in the Ramstein industrial metal way, kind of way <laughs> as as you expect. No, no, definitely not. No, 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 no. This is this is uh, according to sort of the, the the band and the press notes. I will say that I got it into my head somehow that this was about the invention of the light bulb. So the first uh, three times <laughs> I listened to it, I was like, yeah, I don't really did. Was he? Was Thomas Edison German? Um, no. A lot of German on this. It's about it's about the city of Berlin and the the kind of rise of the city and and, and you can actually see it reflected in the artwork. It's yes. a real Art Deco Berlin yeah. sort of thirties aesthetic, and that's kind of thirties. But this say twenties and um, that that kind of very jagged geometric shapes uh, thing. So yeah, so that's what it is. Jay Wilgus, he the this, the main songer, so, songer, the main yeah. songwriter in the band. There's always going to be something Art Deco about this. Yes. Yeah. Right. So so and then so clearly we're we're drawing from we're drawing from sort of uh, Weimar like twenties Berlin and then also uh, a little bit of like that seventies craft work sound. I mean that's all over the record as yeah, well. Ta- taken taken from yeah. Bauhaus and yeah. and, and kind of just just subtle inspirations that yeah. are German. <laughs> Yes, and then also inspirations of artists that went to record in Germany, Depeche yeah. Mode, U2, David um, Bowie. David Bowie, uh, yeah, there's some some weird David Bowie here, yeah. um, especially in the instrumentals yeah. more than the uh, 
more than the kind of big featured yeah. bits. Yeah, of which I don't mean to start, but we, you know we're we're, we're you know we're, we're on a quick show this day, so I'm going to go straight in with yeah, my it. kind of hot take on this record, which Dude. is that I think there's too much padding. In other words, I think that they. I agree. I go wholeheartedly. I'm very glad to hear that. But it's that. a very weird adventure. It is a weird. It, adventure. it is an adventure, thankfully. It starts off really well, so we're we kind of we're kind of beginning with sort of bird song and synth ambience yeah, and stoop. and the stoop. and the Stranger Things like. I was like, wow, okay, God. people need to stop doing that, you know, in exactly the Stranger Things way. Because I know Stranger Things was a pastiche, but now everybody just knows Stranger Things. So if you want to do that, everyone's going to say your thing sounds like Stranger Things. But regardless, right? Fucking destroying the arpeggio for all of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it used to be you'd associate that with, you know, maybe a news, you know, like a news broadcast in the 80s, yeah. whereas now it's just Stranger Things. But regardless, I think that starts well. And then Imlicht. It does that uplifting post-rock thing that we know public service broadcasting for. It's getting you kind of filled with inspiration yeah, and then it's it setting is. you right it, up. It, it stomps, right? It stomps. And then, and then Der Rhythmus der Maschinen is real fucking Terminator 2 <laughs> bullshit and I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's Terminator 1, actually. Well, sure. Yeah. A bit more of, the, bit more of that kind of real uh, uh, poly bass synth. Yes. Like, yeah really going for those bass, bass rhythms which I love yeah yeah for sure and I think that song you know that, like that's that's the first real evidence that we have for this band going in that direction that we've seen so many post-rock and instrumental bands Maserati Antethic uh, Long Distance Calling so many have, have just gone right let's let's see if we can transmogrify our sound into 80s outrun synth um, and but they do it really well on that track it's it's awesome. I love that song. And mm-hmm. then, and then we get. Um, I say this is more in the seventies synth. I don't the, think it touches eighties uh, synth too much. The Resonance to Machine. The entire album. I think. It, I, I think it, it it it's a bit closer to. I think seventy synth is a bit. The only the only seventies synth that I really hear is kind of it's it's sort of more towards the end. Um, I I think it it's it maybe resed up for twenty twenty one sure. But like it's beefy and full in a in a in what I feel is a Vangelis Tangerine Dream kind of way. I don't know. Yeah, I maybe mean, maybe it's seventies, but yeah, a little closer to 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 Gary Newman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll t- I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like so far, we're absolutely yeah. like old Gary Newman. Because yeah. ironically, the new Gary Newman is full on. Well, no, he did a heart almost. Yeah, it is yeah, <laughs> industrial. Yeah. yeah, he he really he really swallowed the Ramstein pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think so far we're kind of three for three. And then People Let's Dance is one of the best songs of the year. I think it's so good. It's happy. It's really, really cool. Really yeah. fun. Um, I love the visuals with the... Oh. It's just kind of like... like yeah. There's people oh. in coloured suits oh, dancing yeah. in a German kind of yeah, dock absolutely. land. It, it captures a moment. It certainly does. No, no, no. It's great. It, yeah. It, yeah, those kind of swimming caps. Listen... You know, I, I call it, I call it brut- brutalist funk. That's kind of what that sounds like. It's super, super groovy, but it's still very robotic at the same time funk. and synchronized it's great um, I hear a bit of Tears of Fears in there actually yeah yeah and yeah, uh, see that. Martin Gore first album Tears of Fears Depeche Mode Martin Gore is credited on it I think that's because one of the licks is is taken from a from a Depeche Mode song nice. uh, called People Are People I don't actually know that song uh, I'd have to go back and listen yeah, um, yeah that wouldn't surprise me but yeah it's got a real yeah like I say Depeche Mode Peter Gabriel Tears for Fears 80s pop but with the lashings of groove on it, it's yeah. awesome. I love that song. I really hate Blue Heaven. Oh, I love that. I don't like it. 
The only I thing don't I... like oh. the featured guest, unfortunately. That's a shame. It is. It's a bit on public broadcast, public oh. service broadcast for me. It's just they've done. That's funny. I, they've done that before. But they, oh, they have. Yeah, I, they've definitely done it before. That's that song to me is the is the most public service broadcasting track on the record. It's it's yeah. uh, what's the name of the featured artist? Andrea, Andrea, I think it is. Yeah, and Andrea Casablanca. I think she sounds awesome, but I can yeah, tell... Yeah, keeps like a German slice, right? Yeah. Is it, is, I'm not sure she's German or not, but it feels it. I was going to say, this is probably... The reason you probably don't like it is, I think it sounds like White Lies meets Menzingers. <laughs> probably two things that you're not super stoked about. I think I like the new Menzingers album more than you. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did, I did. Okay, then. But you anyway... It's a, yeah, well, it's sort of blue-collar post-punk, put it that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't go to Germany for my blue-collar... No. Post-punk. No. Well, maybe post-punk, but not blue-collar Maybe stuff. not blue-collar stuff, yeah. Like that, like that kind of heartland. It's sort of heartland rock. Yeah. Heartland post-rock is a bit of an uh, oxymoron. But that song, the one thing that I don't like about it, and it remains super distracting to this day, is the, the start of the verse is just the verse from Sex on Fire. That... I'm like, that's just... You know, your man. No, I see that. It's the same. It's like, ah, how could you not have noticed that? Just you, change one you note. Unlock my subconscious. And Thank that's you. Probably reason why. And and now we all hate Kings of Leon just that little bit more. Um, okay, that's where everything. I think that's where that's where the wheels come off for me. After that, I think we up to that point, it's kind of been a little bit of ambience, big song, a little bit of ambience, big song, and then all of a sudden we get into it, it's a pretty. It's a pretty give slow ramp down into, you know, give give me a das Licht. It's kind of a Jake Bowen type type thing. It is. So yeah, there's night. There's highlights all throughout. There's there's some baritone saxophone but, in yeah, that song. If you're patient awesome. and you're mellow enough, you can totally like hypnotize yourself to this. Hundred percent. Yeah. Some of these uh, instrumental um, bits, which are kind of just um, almost like uh, like not instrumentals they've done before, really, just kind of no. atmospheric bits. Yeah, that kind of linger and kind of swirl around you until you get to the yeah. the big booming synths, which appear a little later. Yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of kind of um, synthesizer and piano. Yeah, pulsing, pulsing. swirling synthesizer reminds me a little bit of that Anna von Halswolf album. Did we actually review that? No, the pipe organ. I loved that album, but uh, I I love that one. Yeah, you've got to yeah. be in the right mood for it. I will say because it does not this 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 demands your attention. Yeah, more so than than uh, the race for space. Oh yeah, which you can just like I'm going for a walk. Yeah, to it's space. Like, .com. Go, Capcom, go! Like all this. Or for, for this, I'm like... Gagarin and For stuff. this, I'm like, should I just sit down on the sidewalk and stare up at the sky? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. shouldn't be walking to this. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, the Lichtgespiel... Um, oh, yeah, the three-parter? Kind of kind of takes a bit to get going. Ah, uh, it's... Yeah, it's pleasant. It has, it has some lovely bits. It's pleasant, but meandering. Right? Yeah, the drums yeah. are great in the second song. Yeah, but... Black, white, grey... Uh, that's cool. That's a cool one. That's the yeah. second. That's kind of the last. Yeah. Song, song, energetic song you'll get really. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause it's going to just gets very cinematic sweeps through to the end. And then there's kind of a spoken word passage at the end of the last track. Um, but, but really, I, yeah, I, I just think the sequencing is a, a little bit questionable. I understand they've got an, a, a sort of a suite. <laughs> at, at there. It's very front heavy. It's, but it's very, the songs, it's very front-loaded with songs. And when you're used to 
a band. I mean, when I when I hear public service broadcasting, obviously I heard that they were doing the invention of the light bulb. So don't go by me. But you know, if if I hear public service broadcasting is doing an album about the history of Berlin, I'm thinking. God, this is going to be so interesting, and you know, we're, we maybe we're going to hear you know snatches of some sound and some different maybe broadcasts, or maybe there'll be you know American and English newsreels about yeah, what's yeah. happening. You know, like the clubs in Berlin, blah blah blah, blah which is maybe I what expect- they expect we expected them to do. Maybe they wanted to defy That's expectations. What I would do. I mean, it, it yeah. may sound cliche, but mm. you know, yeah. But what we get, I think, is good. And if you're in the mood for it, it's absolutely glorious. There's been times I've listened to this album and I've just been completely swept up in it. Yeah. And I've been transported. And there's been other times where it just, past the first five songs, it's done very little for yeah. me. So, I haven't yeah. been in the position to listen to it as much as you. Okay. But still, I okay. totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a little disappointing for yeah. public service broadcasting. I will say a little, little disappointing. Yeah. Not, 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 a, not, not, a, not a failure by any stretch. But just um, it's been a bit since I've really loved. Actually, mm. no, it, it, I, I think the EP "Why Still Lionel was a lot, was terrific, and that was small, yeah. focused, yeah. no bullshit. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's missing, it's missing the full band locking in uh, uh, as much as it as as you know the other albums and um, mm-hmm. some yeah. of the some of the in licked uh, the rhythms the the machine yeah. uh, machine and just yeah. just perfect locking in. But yeah. that's a little, 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 little short of the line, which is to start, just the start of the album, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Now, I think you're dead right. Um, I don't think there's much more to say on it. I, I give just, this a six. Yeah, you I know, get it. I was, I was leaning seven, but the more I think about it, the more I think, I think six is fair. Yeah, you got to be, you know, you kind of have to be a little harsh sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny because this is one of those records where I think, we, we they come around every time from every now and again, but I think a lot of longtime fans are a little disappointed. I think a lot of people who never heard this band before are getting really excited, and you know, it's, rightly it's so. Yeah. Back on tour, yeah, doing stuff, coming here. I'm going to see them. I have a ticket. Let's see what's you should, up. You should you should get I'll you should get try. one. Right. Um. But yeah, favorite song. Uh, the rhythms. The yeah. Uh, third song Der Rhythmus Der Maschinen yeah uh, I will take People Let's Dance because it's one of the best songs of the year for my money it's fucking Fair phenomenal Fair play. Yeah. and that is Bright Magic by Public Service yeah. Broadcasting definitely give it a give it a listen and I, I wonder myself if I I would could... not I would I, two songs are on my playlist from this yeah usually with Public Service it's the whole thing three for me but I still think I'm going to give this a couple more spins for the end of the year just to make up my mind about it. But Please do. Yeah. Um, I quicker. don't think I'll come back to it. Yeah. Because I've got so much on my plate. Um, oh, yeah, God, there is a lot on there is a lot on the plate. Um, all right, next up, a uh, quick one. Let's talk about a new EP yes. from Perfume. Yes. Uh, what is the name of the EP, Dylan? You're right. Uh, it, You're going to fill me in. Polygon Wave. Oh, Polygon Wave. Literally, literally that, yeah. Okay, great, because <laughs> I, 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 I've done all the translation, but actually I forgot to translate the title, but it is Polygon Wave is the name of the EP. Um, so this band I know nothing about. Um, I didn't get a chance to really dig too deep into the back catalogue, although I will say my musical totem pole, JP Reed, uh, messaged me to say, I see you're listening to Perfume. I fucking love that band. So they have their... Oh my God, I'll have a conversation I have with him. Their influences spread far and wide. Um, they're, they're very much iconic in their own bubble, okay. right? Um, and the bubble is pretty big. Um, you know, I'd say I'd say whatever 
uh, is our parallel. They're just as big, but in Japan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and only Japan. They're big in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Um, like. Well, certainly with a name like perfume, um, it d- doesn't exactly help with SEO. Yeah, I mean during the during the art yeah. pop era of Lady Gaga, I mm. was listening to Perfume. Oh okay. Okay. Oh and wow. Okay. The parallels were astonishing. I was like, holy shit, Lady Gaga is doing the perfume thing. Yeah. Um, that and is I, funny. I guess, I guess, um, and that, this is the kind of band that you can imagine. Yasu, Yasutaka well. uh, Nakata, he's okay. the main writer. He's the writer. He's the musician behind this all. Ah, yeah. So there's sort of a sort of a monkeys type situation. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. They do the singing. They do so, the singing, yeah, yeah. And occasionally the lyrics as well, and the concept, the lyrics. Um, and so there's they, no inst- the instrumentation is all this dude. All digitized, yeah. He is okay, he okay. is the Daft Punk of this arrangement, right? Um, right. Or and the Liam a, Howlett of yeah. Prodigy, but. Yeah. There's a whole lot of work to be done with the rest of the um, performers and musicians. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, three girls here. Um, oh, I forget their name. <laughs> that one, I, I haven't got their name here. Their names. Nor do I. Um, but what I will say is, they, they, their contributions to the album are, or the, the, the EP, which for my money is three tracks. It's, it's kind of there's one track that has a ton of remixes, but it's really three tracks, which is Polygon Wave, Loop, and Android. And, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, their contributions are great. I think their voices are very strong. Um, they're processed, but not in an annoying way. No, it's it's very, very uh, um, considered yeah. auto-tune, right? Which yeah. is a good sign. Yeah. Um, because, you know, uh, if your voice is auto-tuned mm. and your voice is... If, and you're a shit singer, it will stand out no matter how much you auto-tune it. Yeah. Um, but for this, it's it's... Their voice, they're, they're great singers, and I've, I've yeah. seen them sing without autotune. Many of the songs don't have autotune. Um, well, I think that's, it's more so, it's when it's used as an effect. I artistic choice. Care. Yeah, the only time that autotune bothers me is when it's used uh, in, a, in, a, in a sneaky way, where you can hear that a voice has been per, sort of shaped and perfected in a way that's supposed to sort of fool you. Whereas when it's used in an electronic context like this, I mean, it's perfect because you want the voice to sound robotic we've so seen it we've seen it, it with, with music. you've seen it with bands like she yeah same kind of deal with this yeah. and um they've gone through so many loops of digitized uh, edm throughout the career yes the career yeah. um which started when they were very young but right. didn't open up till 2010 okay they started when they were like 13 14 like kind of like the pop version of baby metal in a way right um right. Like they do perform on stage, yep. um, insane dance moves. I'm not sure if you you looked up any of that stuff. No, I um, the chance to. Uh, just just phenomenal shit. Okay. Like truly, uh, uh, think of like Muse, okay. Daft Punk style life performance, bombastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, as far as light shows go, gotcha. And just being creative and, um, it's it's a whole team helping out. It's not just the three of them. It's not just um, Nagata. Mm-hmm doing the work it's yeah. um you're there for everything oh, and um yeah. they do lip sync a lot live okay they do have to which is unfortunate but it's very understandable considering what they're doing well i don't think and how much people yeah. don't care because that they're they've sang the songs and they're lip syncing yeah. to the songs while doing insane dancing um yeah well this and, is more of a performance i don't yeah. necessarily i'm not this isn't yeah. something where i would feel cheated, cheated. Yeah, if yeah. I, yeah if i got a lip sync performance baby metal get around it because it's, yeah. they, the, their dances are constructed by actually the same choreographer or at least one of them okay they share two choreographers but there's a difference there in and case you couldn't tell by the way and we didn't mention they're japanese yeah um, yeah but yeah no i think listen you know this is not the kind of music where where are you know 
okay so artistic integrity is relies on doing things like live vocals you know this is a this is a highly processed sort of future funk neo disco yeah sound and i think it's and it works exceptionally well for what it is yeah uh so casino uh nochi and achan are their names okay uh, at least for this chan h achan oh sorry not, 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 not a form of chan the, like, the cesspool of the internet um, um yeah Okay, well, listen, you know, regardless, I think, yeah, you know, yeah. whether they're the masterminds or not, I think they do they do good work here. Um, I'm hearing a lot of, what I love is I hear sort of the Chromio and, like you say, a lot of French House on the first track. Daft Punk. Daft Punk, obviously, of course, um, and Sebastian and all that stuff. But then also, like, Jamiroquai, Maloko, yeah. Top Loader, like, 90s Madonna. Taking all the boxes. Just, just tick, 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 tick. All those weird, mm-hmm. woozy, alternative pop anthems. That's slightly different for them this time. Yeah. It feels a lot more matured um, and considered um, than they're... Like, they've gone the other directions with right. EDM. I like All the other is... directions. And this is more complex in the way that she yeah. does complex. Yeah. It's just... Mm. it's somehow too much in a way that normally annoys me well, honestly about these bands that you bring in but actually it just feels like the exact right amount i think probably part of that is that's, that's why the, it's just an ep i guess the song maybe but no, I, no. I i would happily it's been three years since the last album so it's interesting to see just an ep come out yeah mm-hmm. if the quality was as consistent as this i would be very happy to listen to an album of this because i think oh. it's a uh, it's almost the chord choices where stuff can take a, a bit of a step back and, and, and like for example on mm. Loop the second track yeah. uh, you know it has this sort of almost sort of Toby Fox Undertale goofiness to it at it the start does. actually at the end there's a solo at the end that sounds very earthbound yeah it's kind of odd and it it's um kind of like you have the sensor bar on a synth and you're just yeah. he's, he's using that to solo I, I, I would have called very it- interesting and off kilter and that's kind of yeah the the creative kind of cyber uh like this is a very mainstream band in yeah. japan yeah and uh hearing that kind of thing on the radio it's very like intelligent yeah, yeah. Uh, edm which is great no it's awesome but what i like about that is it has all of that kind of wackiness and and and, and these kind of ping-ponging bass notes and stuff but then also it sort of sends a bit like jesse Ware, like that mm-hmm. jesse Ware album that i loved uh last year you know it's like a it has kind of a pulse and a groove and it, and it meanders along for a while and I like that it can kind of settle back into a groove and Android and remind you know again it's really chaotic but everything is so kind of locked in yeah. on that groove it's kind of the big raver one yeah um, uh, f- some of the best hooks I've ever heard from them mm. like w- when they hit the hooks they hit yeah um, I think in the past uh, the last album suffered from a bit of bloat Bit a bit of prog bloat. Yeah, where maybe, okay, it was a bit okay, okay. too much, too wide. Um, yeah. The first three albums are amazing. Okay, um, yeah, that those are. I have heard good things. I yeah, I believe that's this is kind of closer in sound to those earlier yes, records. That right? Yes. Yeah. So that makes a lot of fans very. But happy. that that do 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 You know that that brought me right back to popping Europop by Eiffel sixty five in my CD player and being like, yeah, like. We're gonna play the game, the PlayStation all day. Like it just, it's that trash, yeah. Euro trash. And I love the sound, ping, the ping pong of uh, yeah, yeah. Chan and uh, the other singer just kind of just yeah. coming by with the harmonies. It's really and then there's cool. kind of this kind of this sort of street party percussion that comes yeah. in from the second verse. It's just good. It's just very, very, yeah. very good. And and, uh, and you can hear. It's, are you able to yeah. hear all three other voices if you pay no. attention? No, I, 
I, I'll, pick, I'll try to pick a mate next you time. You can't. But no. um, like, if you listen to the first song, um, they're all singing at the same time. And uh, the voices are kept slightly similar for on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can hear, like, one's on the left, one's on the right, one's right in the middle. Um, and they're all being kind of tuned yeah. and digitized in their own separate ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of just make it interesting. And I, I find that really cool. Yeah. Um, this adds a bit of character. Um, yeah. It's uh, good. It's very, very, very good. Um, I like this a lot. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's excellent, and I would definitely want to go listen to more of this band. Yeah, uh, they have some sugar, sugar gummy pop stuff as well. But you know, yeah, it's the way me. Japanese pop goes. But this sounds kind of like, yeah, exactly up your alley. Which, yeah, which is good, good to see. This, this is, this is hitting right, at, right in the nostalgia. Um, right, right also, there in the amygdala. The first song, uh, Polygon Wave. I love the oh, version that showed up in EP. I love the extended bridge version. I think uh, that, oh, yeah. that brings it up to a whole other level. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. No, it's yeah. I did listen to the the, the full EP a couple of times, but but mainly I just listened to the three tracks. Um, yeah, it's really good. Got, don't got much more to say about it except for uh, it's it's real it's real funky and it's fun and it's very well. Yeah, produced. just watch your live show on Netflix. It's up there. Yeah, and it's super cool. Sweet. Um, I think my ah. I think probably Polygon Wave is the best song. It is. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah. But for me, Android Anne. Android. Yeah, 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 yeah. Android's great as well. Um, okay. Um, ten. Ten. It is. I mean, like. Yeah, it's only three songs. I mean, yeah, I, I, I fully respect that. Um, I yeah. probably didn't connect with it like emotionally as much. But, I didn't. But you know. But it's a strong eight. It's a strong eight, and I want to hear. I want to hear a full album of this. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. Go to the first three albums, and you get that. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I'll be checking them out. Um, that's really. It's really good. I mean, it might not all hit for you, but there's some really cool shit. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on. So that's um, that's Polygon Wave. What's well, a perfect score from Dill? Um, so yeah, there's no excuse except for just. Dude, it's gonna show up on my end of the year list. Yeah. Like most listen to songs, that EP <laughs> out of the top five is gonna just control it. Um, I didn't even intend it to be like that, but hey. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, great stuff. Polygon Wave EP by Perfume. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely check yeah, that yeah. one out. Um, all right, moving on. Okay. Uh, it's got to be Howdy. Howdy from Austin, Texas. Their Hub fourth Hub D. They, they confirmed in an AMA on Reddit today that, yes, in fact, it is pronounced Howdy. Yeah. I, I <laughs> You're just taking the piss. Um, the album's called True Love. It's their fourth record. It comes hot on the heels of 2019's Heavy Lifter, which was very very high up the business end of my top 20 albums of 2019 um, and I think I re- I think I recall once covers 2 happened or whatever yes. I was like something big is about to come yeah, like yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if the next yeah. album could sound like what these songs are trying to pull for mm. um, it'll strike yeah. gold with me and lo and behold it did hey, and here we are now excellent sorry uh, this is just uh, as a reminder sorry this is uh, sorry Heavy Lifter was my fifth yeah yeah Album, yeah. favorite album, twenty nineteen. So, so yeah, and actually, I liked it so much that one of the tracks I am absolutely convinced uh, will be the first dance at our wedding. So that's uh, Water Gun. That is Water Gun. I think it's that good. Wait, where? Uh, oh, no, no, the, the tracks uh, off Heavy Lifter. But yes, we covered covers two not long ago. I was go. I would go. I would venture to say only about three months ago. Yeah. Um. There, thereabouts, and that was there was some lovely songs in there there was an image and heap song yeah they did warning sign Paramore. uh they, yeah they did uh, uh was it the only exception yeah yeah almost better than the original that version <laughs> uh really really good i'm um, sorry it was january it's january uh so actually jesus time is flying oh i know it was an exceptionally shit week for me oh god 
Was it? Yeah, you remember? Uh, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I think so. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I was right out of the hospital during that. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just I was literally in my, yeah. with my third week of a new job, but it was real. Like it was just very comfort food music, and I think that's what Howdy do. I mean, they they just they are they've described themselves as pillow core. They are like a warm, sweet hug from a dear friend of a of a band, and I think they they very much continue that legacy mm-hmm. on this record. Um. It's produced by Andy Sarlo, who previously worked with uh, Bonnie Vare and Big Thief. Not two artists I'm, you know, overly familiar with or enthusiastic about. But I will say that this album has a different production style to Heavy Lifter. It's, yeah, it's, but similar to the EP, as we yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 like it's fuller. It's more organic. It's less. Uh, I would say like it's less of that sort of sad core pop and more. Of the old Washy, alternative dream, country, happy dreaminess, of yeah. country, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of, if you're familiar with bands like the, uh, the Twilight Singers, yeah, a little bit, um, yeah. Especially the first album has that kind of okay. Midwestern kind of happy, happy dream, yeah, core feel to it. It's it's nice. It's really nice, and this just flows so well with that, right? It does. It does. Yeah. It's just they have such a. It's it's um uh, Charlie Martin and Will Taylor just have such a beautiful way. With the melody and both and it of their voices. It doesn't all sound the same, which it easily could. No. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. The song yeah. variety is really, really strong in this one. That's interesting you say that. I That is actually probably my only criticism. Really? Is that it's not as varied as Heavy Lifter. No, I think it is. Just the mm. techniques which they're using for each song are kind of similar. Mm. As far as mastering is concerned, yeah. they're all kept that certain vibe to, to get everything they're going for, the yeah. washiness. Because um, there's nothing on this that has that there was something they did on the last record where they did like on Ruin My Ride they kind of had a sort of a backbeat like a real kind of almost like a hip hop inspired backbeat yeah it's a bit more in your face this isn't as much no this um, this is this is it's laid back and more woozy overall yeah this is an album full of Smashing Pumpkins 1979 um, but again, it doesn't have that. I would say it does. With Junior Day League, Junior, yeah, right, right towards the end. You're dead right. Jangliest. I literally wrote, "Nice to hear the drums with a bit more oomph to them." So it does take the full album to get there. But yes, that sound definitely does have a good backbeat. I didn't mind the lack of drums, to be honest. No, 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 I don't mind it. It's just, it's just an observation. Listen, their their melodies are so lovely, and then like that song, True Love, that that main hook, the You Comfort Me hook, is just fantastic yeah. they um, they get really experimental and I think yeah. I enjoy those parts the most like yeah. Uh, so, yeah. songs like Hope which yeah. might be a no big deal to somebody for yeah. me I love the mm. odd choices in production yeah. that kind of like it sounds washed out but yeah. there's this fuzzy uh, disaster piece synth over everything that sounds kind of yes yeah it's weird just very yeah. weird and, but relaxing right but relaxing yeah no no it's it's lovely and then I think I never want to make you sad at the end is another moment like like yeah. that where it's got that it's got that kind of aching melancholy that they do so well it's, this is a very positive record but I think it's nice to hear yeah, at least if, if one it, if song it catch, if it catches you on a heartbroken yeah time it will hit you yeah like it did with me so, yeah, yeah holy shit um, <sighs> that final hook uh, well, it's just so good like I haven't given this I've, I've listened to this twice. Um, oh, not wow. because I didn't want to. Okay. I will. Well, we haven't had along with it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've just like, with it. Yeah. you know, I yeah. dealt with with uh, pets passing recently. Yes. And, and, yeah. you know, if you're going through that in your life, this can this can turn you into a bubbling mess. 100%. As much as you will want to listen to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm keeping my reservations. I'm, ex- I'm excited to 
get into this more. Yeah. But so far, so good. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones, I think, like, I was having, like, you know, I've just been, yeah, like, work's been really tough um, recently, and... But it's it one of those good. things where there's there's some albums where it's hard to get yourself in the mindset to really listen to them and give them the and we'll talk about you know other albums this week. It feels good because this yeah. album you're you're da- you're right. But this it, album immediately it, just Hufti, pulls you in. Well, Hafti has that bittersweet yeah. happiness, right? It just it it's actually lying of the past, but it's very relaxed in the in the present. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's an easy nostalgia, and it's a, it's an album that. I don't think it's music. I don't. It's it's. I don't think it's uh It's not not dumbed down. I think it's actually really well considered and like mm-hmm. very smart in its construction. But at the same time, everything that it does is there to kind of put you in a in a peaceful mood mm-hmm. and, and not not in a not in a boring kind of yoga music Reflective. way. But in yeah, but in a way that actually stimulates your brain. And so actually, it was one of the only albums I was able to kind of put on and actually just. Kind of get out of the oh, stress yeah. and get out of the, yeah. the, the, the anxiety. That's what it'll be used for when I'm not in the distressed mindset, which is exactly. coming on the, these weeks. Yeah. Which is, but um, and it's actually rare that a, yeah. that an album is not that an album can dictate your mood rather than being dictated by exactly. your mood, which exactly. is which is which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I think it's you know there's there's lots of other there's lots of other highlights. Weirdly, quite a bit of Coldplay on this. I think maybe they picked up quite a bit yeah, from good doing that. Doing that, um, but yeah, early. Not stuff. that latest Coldplay song. No, no, God no. Have Jesus. you heard that one? I think Have I've you heard it once. Ha- did you avoid the adverts because I see them so much? Oh, I mean, really? <laughs> the only advert I see is the new one with um. Oh wow! Some K-pop guy. Jesus. Mr. BTS. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it, you know, more so like parachutes, Russia, cult, Russia blood to the head yeah. era. So that's fine by me. Um, towards that middle distance, I love that line in Blindsided. It's like crank it up to Everlong. Always was your favorite song, which is a great. great. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, uh, was it the air, air drumming in the living room? Is another line. It's like that's a great little memory. It's I, lovely. I like to imagine how he uh, kind of grew up on the intro bit to Everlong. Oh yeah, they definitely and did. Channeled yeah. his music inspiration from that one bit. They played in. They were both the thing. The funny thing about Heidi is they were both drummers. They're they're both. You know, if you talk to them about uh, what their gear is and their setups, they're like, yeah, we don't we we borrow guitars and yeah, we borrow yeah, amps I, and stuff like that. But we it sounds it. But we homemade. spend so much time on the drums. You know, <laughs> even they're, though they're very subtle, they're but, very sparse. Yeah, but. Because they're both they're drummers, there. and, they're, and they've they're, played in bands for years, like probably heavy bands, you know. They're there, um, and yeah. I really like that peaceful drumming. Yeah, no one can do it well. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of people. You don't hear. Yeah, no, it is. When it's you hear somebody, oh, I want to do drums for a thing, like no. they, they kind of try and show off and try and be the centerpiece. Yeah. This is this is not that. Yeah, uh, definitely. There's, there's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of, lots of the. I think they definitely lean more into the the sort of Pine Grove alt country thing here. Like there's lots more of that piano that sounds like a barroom piano, more so than a, like a, a MIDI piano, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. There's some slide guitar on around again. Um, I think there might be little twinkles of, of like banjo possibly in one or two places. Yeah. It's, or man- mandolin. Or mandolin. Yeah, it's probably more so mandolin. Um, but yeah, like all that stuff, it, it, it contributes to a vibe. It's a different vibe to Heavy Lifter. And I'm not sure. It's one of those things where, you know, you get, you get a connection around that's so strong um, that it's hard to, mm-hmm. it's hard to, it's hard to, to distance yourself from yes. what you already know. Yes. I, I, I was, this, but that being said, I think this is, this is really, really that was strong. me with this. Really I flinched at it initially because I was like, yeah. this is 
oh, this is getting to my core. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This is yeah, too yeah. early. For I need yeah. another week. And yeah. We got another week, but yeah. Yeah, we did get another mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, hence the seven, hence seven records. Um, but yeah, man, I'm so glad this. I'm so glad this struck a chord for you. I'd actually be very interested to hear what you'd score it. Um, so far, so far, it's an eight. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, it probably is their best work yet. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Um, this as far as like what I like. Mm. Um, with that lo-fi, yeah, mixed with kind of like barroom emptiness. Yeah, yeah, really for sure. cool. I think um, I think at this yeah I think I'd be on I think I'd be on an eight as well at this stage um, but you know it'll, it'll get, be inching it'll, it'll be inch, I think it's it's almost a matter of time but it'll it's get certainly there. an eight for me at the moment and I think my favorite track is probably probably the title track True Love yeah. it's a gorgeous really lovely song yeah mine's uh mine's hope hope yeah not even the biggest song of the record and it's still mm, so it such a significant little ex- bit of experimentation yeah yeah I like that song too though I like it a lot. And they did a little bit of that type of stuff on the last one, but this it almost turns it into a whole song, which yeah. is kind of like a proper song, which yeah. I like a lot. And that's great. So that's um, True Love by Howdy, yep. really strong uh, album there. Um, so moving right along, uh, I'll give you Dito's choice in the next oh, one. Oh, God. Uh, they're both so interesting. Um, let's do Jake Bone. Jake Bone. Uh, Jake Bone is the guitarist from Periphery. This is his second solo electronic album. It's called The Daily Sun, not The Paper. Uh, not, not the rag, uh, which I know is just called the Sun, but uh, you know the Daily Sun just sounds like a newspaper, doesn't it? Uh, but no, this it is, does. Yeah, it does. It does. The only disappointing bad, thing about this whole bad. record is is the choice of a album what title. What are you thinking, Jake? I know. Google, Google. Um, as as well as it won't go well with Google. Oh well, yes. You'll either get the Sun or the Daily Mail. Mirror or Daily yeah, Mail or Daily whatever. Mail or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all that aside, the title aside, um, yeah. this comes six years after his initial debut solo electronic uh, album. And I brought that called, record to which you. Which he brought into the show as a time machine. Uh, what was that called? Isometric or something? Isometric, yeah, yeah. Isometric. 2015. That, yeah. And that's a terrific record. It's yeah, I like 10 it. 10 for yeah. 10, just beautiful. Yeah. Like you can chill to it so much. Yeah, you can listen back to our... And that was one of the earlier ones. I'd say we did that back in 2018 or so. Um, but you can go back and listen to that. But we were we were both very complimentary about it. And I was glad that Dill brought it into the show. Indeed. Um, interesting to hear how Jake has evolved his sound, I guess, um, over the intervening years. And the answer is qu- quite a bit. Yes. Um, yeah. Retaining still a lot of the bits you loved from the first album. Yeah. Like like certain little... Like, oh, that's in this kind of the little weird techno... Complexo kind of synth mm. that kind of glitches around. I recognize that from the first album. Yeah, it's still it's still there, right? Yeah, it's still there. Um, but this time, I think there, there's a bit more of a bombast. Um, mm. Whereas the first album I could listen to in a Japanese restaurant or whatever, <laughs> like just as a backing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. album, I think there's a bit more uh, big bigness to it. Yeah, there's definitely. More weight. Yeah, he, t- he basically the first album. Uh, you. No, nobody would have ever picked out Jake Bowen from Periphery in the lineup of people that could have produced that record. Whereas I think in this one, <laughs> there's enough. You're like, oh, it's the guy from Good Tiger, and then in the end, you're like, oh, he's brought in the kind that of gent- the guy from Good Tiger. Oh my then, god, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then oh, there's yeah, yeah. oh, there's that 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 like clean guitar tone that all of the math metal guys like to use, and all of a sudden it creates a picture where you're thinking, ah, okay, that makes sense. You know, the first album was a total curveball, whereas this one feels like. 
bit, a bit closer to what you would expect the guitarist for Periphery to make as an electronic album. Not in a good way or a bad way, but just in that it has a bit more of what I think of as kind of his identity. Mm. Um, and that works for his detriment. And it also works yeah, for him. Yeah, right. exactly. Both. It, 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 uh, in equal measure, I think. It depends what you're looking for with the Jake Bowen uh, kind of techno-ish record. Yeah. EDM record. Because um, that's what it is. It's not It's not, um, It's not. not really it's trying to ambient the way the it's, first one was. Yeah, it's trying to do a lot more. Yeah, he, exactly. He, yeah. I, and I'm like, okay, fine. You're, yeah. you're allowed to do allowed to do solo record. It's These bigger bits are things you've always wanted to do. Yeah. So fucking chuck, chuck them in. It's great. Yeah. Um, and get and get and get the vocalists. There's lots of you know vocalists on this, or at least there's well, there's certainly two. <laughs> yeah. Um, um Mirage is uh yeah. Matt Lang, I'm not sure what he's of. Uh, uh well is it's not a vocal though, no, is it? No, it's not. It, it's, he's a, yeah, he's kind of a super producer. He he produces um he composes for a lot of video games. It sounds it um, yeah. really does. Yeah, he's wor- and he's worked with uh, sounds like Doom Dead Mouse and other producers. He's Matt Lang, he's um yeah, films as well. And um, yeah, I like the vibe of that track. It sort of it sounds a bit like uh, Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the, with the sort of a Trent Reznor piano uh-huh. line, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Simulacra is the one where I feel like there's um you know it's got that sort of Pliny yeah. sound to it. There's uh-huh. the, the, the the like like off off clean gems. Yeah. And of course, off the bat, Daily Sun is 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 a really good intro. Yeah, great intro. Really good intro, and yeah. I, and I love how glitchy it gets near the end. Yeah. That like the the final melody hits and yeah. then it gets really glitchy at the same time and that's really creative and weird. <laughs> yeah. So it starts a little bit Hello Meteor or um or who's our friend from the other week Eagle Eyed Tiger but then mm-hmm. but then moves into his own thing and the glitching and everything is quite cool. There's even a vocal sample. I wasn't quite sure how I felt about it. It was maybe a little bit on the nose. It was yeah. kind of like a yeah or something. Or like <laughs> hype or man. Like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. For an ambient track. A little bit of a DJ drama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who I recently found it was, a, I mean, you know, I should have known this before, but DJ drama, incredibly influential uh, mixtape yeah, DJ yeah. from the, from the early 2000s. So that was, that was a little bit of context I did not have ahead of uh, our review of the Tyler album. But anyway, yes, yeah, so that daily song I think is a really, yeah. really good opener. It's funny that so many of the albums this week start with really sweeping synthesizer arpeggiators. <laughs> exactly. Like, like at least three. It's quite the choice. It's um, quite the choice. Drifter is very Tycho-esque. Yeah. Yeah. It's, real, especially with the clean yeah. guitar. Um, 2012 throwback I would have yeah, said yeah it really is really is yeah. um, Burnt burn, uh, Sag- Saguaro I think it is um, yeah. could be my favourite one off the off ah, yet yeah okay. it's delicious it's very warm kind of textured. a little, little bit little bit of chip tune thrown in the mix yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what I liked from the first album was kind of that as well with, mm. with Tengu and stuff yeah um, beautiful I will say lush. that that Burnt Saguaro uh, Say Nothing and then I think there's another track somewhere else there's a lot of these kind of six minute plus tracks it is and I'm not sure there's enough in them to sustain the full well, six that's that's where I'm, that's where I drop a little bit yeah um, come the featured artists um, as much as yeah. I love these in their own realms and mm. trust me I love my my fucking uh, oh I know you love good, t- Coleman. good Tiger yeah. yeah fucking hey great right. stuff um, great stuff but this I think well. it's a little little flat all the way through it kind of meanders yeah. about for a little too long and then yeah. ends mm. it's funny you say flat though as well because for some reason the Abbey Press track Say Nothing which I think is very pleasant and it's not it's not six uh, minutes good but it's three and a half minutes good 
But she just I'm listening to the vocal and kind of like thinking her, I don't I don't think what? it works with this type of music. It's she's she, she's undercutting the note and I'm sort of going. No, I Ooh. I understand the kind of vocal vocal. Yeah. You know, I understand yeah. that kind of vocal. It's it's more in line with typical pop, right? Yeah. Um It's fine. It sounds a bit like the police on downers. <sighs> <laughs> you know, it's it a, like a like a um like a I'll be watching you but just kind of like slow down a bit six times. It's a little dreary for what mm. I expect, which is a little little bit perked up yeah. with with the complex complex row, right? Which is what you get, you know, moving towards the end. Yeah, and I think yeah, Bo- it gets, I think Bone Wizard back. Bone Wizard by the way, what a great title. I mean, I could say Bone Wizard Bone many I mean wiz- Bone Wizard. So anyway, we're ready. talking about Bone Wizard. Um and in Bone Wizard, the it, it's uh, that's the song that justifies its length. I think it's 8 minutes, mm-hmm. which is sort of going, eh, but that's- actually 8 minutes is better than 6 because yeah. I think I think a 6 minute song can't decide if it wants to be short or long. You know, I think I think songs that are sort of five and a half to sort of six and a half minutes I'm thinking fuck, make up your fucking mind once songs move past the seven minute mark you're into okay you're just a, like a long song and I'm gonna get down with that and, yeah. and so Bone Wizard is one of those um, and, 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 it, and it gets you know it, it, it brings in a bit of distortion and it gets it's, to it's, a wall of noise it's, going it's, and it's, it's good this is looming kind of uh, it's tense it'll be tense uh, yeah exactly yeah kind of uh once again one of the most atmospheric bits yes. that come with heavier guitars yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's chill still it still contains that mm. it, it sounds like kind of a really good credit, credit song yeah right, right. yeah I can hear that yeah, yeah. it's yeah. um, it's you know I think the, <laughs> that's the thing it's an it, album of it's, ex- it's what I expect from more well, yes. of, of Jake's personality with, yeah. with, with the other band yeah <clears throat> yeah no it is it is yeah. for sure and, and I actually don't really know that much periphery although I kinda, it's that it's close the guitar tone is did we is cover a little four bit on the show am I mad I don't think we did actually I don't think we did no we did I, a Tesseract I think, I think yeah we, we did we definitely did a Tesseract I think there was a periphery album that came, but it was like it was it was so long I think yeah. it was like an hour and 30 minutes and you're going guys what are you doing the only one is I you know I, I'm reasonably familiar with periphery uh, four. So whether or not we covered it on the show, we probably didn't. Um, but 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 certainly I know that one, and it's it's very good. We yeah. didn't cover it on the show. Yeah, no, I'm much more yeah. familiar with his solo, with his solo stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that first album is plays are up into thousands by now at this point. Yeah, I listen to it so much. Yeah, and so okay, so like in your gut, uh, where is this sitting in relation to the first one? I think um, less. It's less, mm. but. Um, some of the developments are such a welcome surprise. Mm, yeah, um, it's exactly what I'm all I'm rooting for him to do. Yeah, yeah. As far as develop, um, though, I do miss the simpler times. Yeah, that's sometimes the kind of the you, feeling, right? Yeah, you do. Sometimes you do kind of think maybe there is he has lost a little something along the way to trying to make these, even though into quote, hear, quote unquote bangers. But you hear like Simulacra and stuff. Yeah. Um, like it, he brings it back a bit. Yeah. But I, I understand the banger point. Yeah. Um, they don't need to be bangers. They, can just they just be don't need to be. Yeah. Un- under underplayed kind of complex. Yeah. I like tracks. this. I liked. The, I really like the subtly. This lacks a little bit of the subtly. But you know what? It gains in other areas. I think. I think the production on it is actually a big step up, and he's clearly yeah, grown it is, as it a producer. It, it, tech, it is. Um, it is. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. just maybe just drawing a little bit too much from the day job, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really relax to it too much. No, <laughs> no, but I think it's a solid seven. Uh, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. great. Still yeah. great. Fucking one of the best. 
of this records ilk. Of this There's just ilk. been a lot of this uh, records of this ilk. I wouldn't take this over the last Hello Meteor or Eagle Eye Tiger over the last few weeks, or even some of the Tekken tracks from this month. Yeah, yeah. Or this week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even or even some of the public service broadcasting. Yeah, but I still think it's strong. I still think it is strong. It's just, um, it's just, yeah, maybe not super consistent. Yeah. Um, I think I'll probably take uh, the title track, Daily Sun. Bone Wizard for me. Bone Wizard, yeah, Bone Wizard is great. As far as like breaking the mold mm. of what you can do with that combination of your day job and your night job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. great mix. For sure. Yeah. Well, All right, that, that's, um, that's the Daily Sun by Jake Bowen. Um, somehow we've made it to our final... Uh, new album release of the week and that is Horizons East by Thrice. Hey, it's Thrice everybody. Uh, we've talked about Thrice before. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about them thrice though, we want to talk about them twice. twice. <laughs> Including this time. Uh, so yeah, so we spoke about Pams, which was their 2018 album. Mm. Gotta say, uh, a little disappointing. Uh, didn't really I didn't stick like with it. me. No? I, I, I did not like it. No, no I believe I was kind of adamant about that yeah. at the time. Yeah, and I think I think I think I can't remember exactly what I gave it, but I can't imagine I gave it. I think more than it a wore seven. its inspirations on its sleeve. Mm. That was my kind of qualm about. It. I was like, this, yeah, this five star. This is, um, you know, just just uh, shine down. Yeah, need something I mean, to else. be fair, Thrice have been around probably longer than a lot of those bands. That's but true, but oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, they're a band that, that 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 have suffered a bit. I think from. Um, they're victims of their own comeback in a way. Yeah, yeah, in that yeah. They had an album called "To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere," and um, that came out in 2016, and that was really something of a comeback album. I mean, you know, it had been it had only been it had been five years since their their previous one, um, before that, but really it signaled a new era for the band of being a anthemic, sort of gritty, <laughs> grimy stadium rock band, I guess. And yeah, it, it, yeah. I was already kind of full to the brim of that shit. By then, yeah. No, to be ever, I won't have. I will have. There will be no to be ever. Is to be no or slander on this show. That is one of the best modern rock records of the last ten years. I think. Right. It just every song has something in it that is super memorable. Dustin's voice sounds Didn't incredible. Didn't we also do that one? No, that was twenty sixteen. Oh, that would have been. Have... That was before the the show, my friend. Okay. But it was. I did. I did. I did write an album of the year blog post that year, and I did. I did have it. Yeah, on. I may have talked through that but yeah yeah i actually do you know what out of pure interest because now that we're talking about it i would love to know what where i put it on my arms the year list because that is now that i just mm. you know when i go back to it i'm always i'm always kind of thrilled yeah. by it um it was it was my number 19 of the year that year Shit. so it was in 2016 um yeah so this this brings us to and then, and then i think pam's was a was a pale imitation and what i'm happy to please to say is that i don't think horizons east is a pale imitation of um <clears throat> of to be everywhere is to be nowhere and um, it's not a it's not a photocopy of a photocopy mm-hmm. it definitely goes to some it tries some new things we've got what have we got yeah synthesizer jazz piano it, no is, i no see it does have it, yes absolutely it does holy shit yes yes um but what this opens with mm. is is two tracks of what i would consider um, what I was dreading, oh. <laughs> like, like just the most kind of like heavy kind of shine down esque mm. American, yeah, heavy like he- hard heavy hard rock, yeah, hard hard rock, hard yeah. rock with a yeah. bit of kind of experimentation, yeah. Um, 
It does take a while to get going. You're not wrong. And then Buried in the but Sun just, is... Just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 keep going. Well, it's just those two tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was yeah. holding on for two tracks. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, is yeah, not yeah. it. And yeah. Holy shit, does it take a turn? Yeah, as it does take a turn. Buried in the Sun hits right. Mm. As soon as that hits, that's when the album begins. I agree. I actually totally agree. I think and the first two not tracks Not to discredit like, are good bare meat and potatoes metal songs like the first and two and they're not really I mean the color of the sky it, 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 I mean there's no guitar for the just, first two minutes they just kind of rumble just, they just kind of you know. but they rumble at a mid-tempo and then I think I think Buried in the Sun comes in and it's slow and slinky and kind of spidery and it sort of reminds me of Comfort Era Failure but like given a yeah. given a modern pop sheen but, but it's yeah it's yeah, good Buried in the Sun just off the bat piques my attention just yeah like the bass is interesting and and off the bat, I didn't think I'd hear a bass that pronounced. Yeah. Um. It just kind of hear. I hear like odd harmonics with the guitar hitting yeah. off it. Yeah. As well, gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> just, it doesn't sound like thrice really. No, it doesn't. No. But the thing is, thrice have never really sounded like anything in particular. They began as a exactly yeah. scrappy kind of metallic hardcore post hardcore type screamy band, and then they kind of went into this. In a similar trajectory, maybe to the Appleseed cast, and then went into sort okay, of a yeah. proggy. They were yeah, kind of a yeah. prog band for a while, and so, now they're sort of a so, anthemic so, rock band. So yeah, and now they're not. <laughs> and now they're kind of not. Yeah, they they, they kind of pull the wool from under from, our feet. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> from under our eyes. <laughs> yeah, as soon as like the third song hits, and Northern, yeah. Northern Lights continues the special experimentation right yeah well so that's I mean there you go you're going why, where have the pianos been all my life because these these sort of it, fox capture plan fox capture something. plan yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is so odd and then the sort of mouse on the keys the guitar is really yeah. like rocking out and almost deaf celebrity yeah. in the middle of it all there's some great licks yeah during this this uh Fox Capture Plan kind of yeah. thing. It's kind of bouncy and, it's sort and jazzy. Of kind of like an indie chorus. It's a very interesting song, Northern Lights. Yeah, I, just yeah, really yeah. interesting stuff. Even though I'm not always for his for the vocals. Mm. Um, I, can, I think he's I got warm, a great voice. He but does. Yeah. I can warm to him when it's not your meat and potatoes American yeah. hard rock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Somerset Fire to the Rain, again, pretty. Is, really pretty. just has a, a fantastic chorus melody. I think, I think that that chorus is probably the it's probably the closest to so that's one of my issues in this album I don't think the choruses are they haven't even attempted to reach the heights of the last of the, of the album two albums ago did. I think on that song did. maybe on Somerset Fire to the Rain they do for for the the types of mm. music they're hitting for which is not what was back then it's not that different but yeah, yeah but still I, yeah. It's, they're shooting for different shit but so, but you listen. Anyway, that song we can agree. I think that's a very, very strong song, and it also finishes with that very emo sort of stylings of having two of the backing vocals go like doing kind of a call and response, yeah. like blah, 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 and the backing vocals. Blah, 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 blah. There is a core. There is. Yeah, yeah. They still they still keep a bit of the core in there. But yeah, they I love mature, that. They mature so well with that. like uh, still life is okay. I think not great. No, no. For my for my for my money, that doesn't hit. There's bits that are cool. Yeah. Some of the guitar is cool. The Dreamer is yeah. my favorite. Oh, Spoilers, it's my favorite. Because because why? Because quicksand. Um, yeah, but it sounds a bit like quicksand, which is a great thing. I love that. But it also reminds yeah, me yeah, yeah. of David Lynch and Twin Peaks saying who's the Dreamer. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind of is this where the alien from? Yeah. Um, am I the Dreamer of this story? Um, yeah. But yeah, really kind of. In, like, introspective yeah like heavy verse really introspective kind of it's kind of hum it's kind of far it's very good 
yeah yeah i didn't expect them to get me emotional the but dreamer, the dreamer does Na, 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 yeah. Na, na, na. yeah it's good so I like that song the best work and then I think I'll be honest I think it's a bit of a slow no 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 to the end. I don't think so okay I don't think <laughs> so right. I think the only misstep from here is is uh, is Robot Soft Exorcism which is a great title by yeah the way. that's cool. a fucking cool great song cool title, title. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. whatever yeah, title for yeah. anything yeah yeah, um, yeah. kind of just sounds like a bridging bit yeah Cool seven four. It's always it's always yeah. nice to hear seven four um, yeah. in a song. You know, yeah. it's sort of it's sort it sort of reminds you of me of like you know in rainbows era Radiohead. Was it a, is it a single? Is it a single? No. Oh, okay. Is this? I doesn't sound like a well, single. Well, like to me. Oh, like I have the graphics gifs turned on on Spotify. So and that was one of the songs that had the graphic gif. Oh. So apparently it is significant enough. In my in my eternal uh, battle to never see anything that's even vaguely resembling a music video, <laughs> I have those turned off. That's all right. And I, oh. I know it frustrates you deeply. It does. But I'm trying to see, it was not a single. Uh, it was... Oh. According to this, they haven't released a, they haven't released a single from this record. Mm, um, lies. Lies, lies, and slander. How would you get a record out? <laughs> well, clearly they've managed it. I think, I think this is kind of... A the, very serious chin strokey effort, and maybe they didn't release any lab- singles what is, under a label. What, aren't uh, labels like you? You have to release a single, or else <laughs> we're not doing this. I um, I, I don't know, but all okay. I will say is there's nothing on their official YouTube channel, uh, and their label. Okay. I bet you is going to be thrice. So let's yeah, find that's out. Grand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dandelion wine is is a very interesting song as well. It's epitaph by the way, which oh, is a yeah. very big label. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dandelion Wine, I could very much take or leave. I think no, it's, I, think I, could take, I could take it. Okay. I really like the chorus to it. Yeah. It's, it it's, it's a little spooky, kind of, it's a little kind of, yeah. what is this? It's a yeah. bit... You know what it is? I think, I think that song... There's a foreboding feeling to it. And I like, I like it. It sounds odd and... I, I know what you mean. No, no, no. The one... Yeah. It, it kind of sounds like Helmet in the verse mm. for some reason or kind of, Not Helmet. Uh... Maybe I'm thinking Well, I would have said, I mean, in all, in all honesty. Therapy. Yeah, okay. Maybe like therapy in the, in the verse. Okay. Like kind of like it, it knocks hard. And then the Daniel and Wine in the, in the chorus is kind of like this haunting humming. It was a single. Okay, there, there you right. go. It was a single. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it just sounds a bit too much like, can't talk about them because they're cancelled, but brand new. And I don't think it does anything that... I think it's much better than Science brand new. Science fiction didn't do uh, much better than brand new. Are you kidding me? Okay, I know they're you know they're not good people. Or you're not, <laughs> no. He's not a good person. But science fiction is one of the best albums of the last ten years. Uh, I think. Ish. Well, anyway, I think it's going for something. Like, it it's going for something like that. I think it's dandelion wine is kind of like yeah. what I always wanted. Shine down to mature into because yeah. I kind of like shine down for, for when they kind of started like, good with Santa Madness and stuff like that. Yeah, they have a couple um, of songs. Yeah. But I think when they got a little bit too radio ready as they mm. came along, even when, even when they experimented, but I wish they kind of wrapped it to this level yeah. that Thrice are doing. And I yeah. prefer, for the most part, all of this album. Okay. Like, really, really enjoy it. Wow. Um, yeah. And the last song as well, it is, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's kind of got this um, sort of avant garde, procedurally generated yeah. piano. It's like, bloop, bloop, it's good. It's good. It makes me want to listen to the rest of the album again, like yeah. on repeat. That's on a, it. Sounds like this has landed for you a lot more than it landed with me. Uh, Which yeah. is because I brought it in because, because I was yeah. totally expect. Mm. I wasn't expecting what they did after from song three onwards. I just yeah. wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I think what I heard was I was I had this on 
and I wasn't really paying attention. And so I was hearing, I was like, oh, synthesizer, ooh. And then I'd hear the riff from uh, uh, from that, that song that sounds a bit like Jawbox or whatever. And I go, oh, wow, listen to this, mm-hmm. okay. And, and I'd hear the piano and it's like, yeah. But then I, when I, I found my experience of actually, anytime I sat down to really concentrate, those vocal melodies were just not hitting for get me the way that they should. No. Yeah. No. I'll get you it on vinyl. Please do. Okay, I might. I might actually. <laughs> you are welcome to buy me Christmas any old. Soon. If you want to buy me, you buy me any record you like. Even when I've given it a three out of ten, I will very happily receive any record on vinyl. But I, I, I've, yeah, I've given this a lot of time because I really thought that it was going to click. But I found it only partially clicking for me. Some songs, The Dreamer, Somerset Fire to the Rain. Oh, um, so good. You know, yeah, yeah <laughs> so good, good. really good songs, really good uh, songs. But I think overall, this is probably hovering around a six for me. I think it's it's a lot better than a six, dude. What do you think? The first is? two songs are probably like a four. See, yeah, well, that's the thing. For, for, for me, the, the energy of the first two songs carries over into certainly, you know, Dandelion Wine um still life uh and robots off exorcism for me right so so, so like so there's this kind of that. heaviness but i think the yeah. songs later on yeah. are heavy but they're also a little bit more experimental which is which is yeah. much needed from not in the first two songs yeah first two songs are all right yeah like they're like, they're fine they're there they're there i skip them i yeah. skip yeah, them. yeah 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 so what what is it then what's the score it's uh Eight hovering to a nine for me. All right. Uh, favorite song is is obviously uh, the dreamer. The dreamer is awesome. Um, uh, I, I'll give it. I'll give it to. Um, but somewhere. buried in the sun is so good. Uh, you know. No, you what? Oh yeah, buried in the sun is good. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say color of the sky. You don't like that one, but they yeah, all buried. strike just interesting little things. Yeah. They're, they're, they have such great moments. The D O D and the C I Y. He does a bit. Of, he does a bit more screaming on this than yeah. he usually does. But yeah, I, I'll I'll take uh, Summer Set Fire to the Rain. Um, and yeah, the screaming sounds very therapy. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is a yeah. take for me. Yeah. Um, anyway. Last yeah. thing on this. Don't love the cover art. Don't don't love that. The eye. Yeah. It's a, what is it supposed to be a black hole? It's an eye. It's you an know, eye, you know, you, um, wait, is this? Yeah, it is. It is. It's an eye. Anyway, it's fine. You know, um, yeah, you, you know what an eye looks like. Because I love, I know, I know. I, I think it was just color, like. color, correct. But I love, like, I love the artists in the ambulance. I think they've done, they've done great cover No, art, they but, have, they yeah, have. I, even but, I, I detest that. Um, um, I think, yeah, it anyways, captures. Illusion of Safety. The what, look at that. How, how 2002 is that album cover? Excellent. Excellent. Love it. Anyway, that's um, to be every. What was that fucking block party? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely block party. Block we'll, party. Don't don't tempt me or I'll bring block party in. Fuck yeah, we're, we're getting block party. I machine. love block party. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'll fucking bring him in then, and then you won't be. I listened to block then party. You'll be sorry for a whole week, a few weeks ago. Like the whole this yeah, Block party, are great. They're, 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 they're coming great. back soon. Yeah, they're they're coming back in the studio right now. They've brought. They've had so many comeback albums. <laughs> I've never listened to. I feel like I've. I've. I feel like I've lost the. Uh, well, the last one was kind of very Christian. The right to oh dear, yeah. I mean, oh, you know, no. see what you want, but <laughs> I digress. I We're Kelly do- was Jewish, anyway. Uh, yes. So anyway, that is uh, Horizons East <clears throat> by Thrice. Another moment where you can decide: Are you a Donald or a Dylan? Take a listen to that. One. Not a double album. Not not a double. Even album. though it's Horizons East. Horizons forward slash East. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Usually, a, 
Anyway. Bit weird. Um, anyway, I, I didn't have my time. To, I didn't have as much time as I would have liked to okay. do my due diligence on this, Dylan. So I'm going to be relying on oh, you no. for a bit of context. But I, oh no, 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 I listened the fuck out of it. I don't have too much of context though. I just oh, kind of no. have what I love about. Well, it. that's okay. Well, let's talk about that then. This we're dialing in to finish off the show. We're going to dial in 1990 and take a little listen to "Rust in Peace" by Dave Mustaine's Megadeth. And um, this is an album I actually was already a little bit familiar with. A little bit surprised to hear. Yeah, me, possibly. Um, but yeah, this is the this is the I suppose is this considered the, uh, the definitive Megadeth record? Yeah, this would be this would be quintessential uh, combination of of uh, blowing everybody's expectations mm. from the Metallica camp, from all the camps that kind of. Wash them away as oh, yeah. just Dave Mustaine side thingy. Yeah, yeah. Dave, this Dave, this Dave, one took it. Did you know? Actually, this is an interesting fact, right? Did you know that Dave Mustaine yeah. used to be a Metallica? <laughs> used to be. He still is for me. <laughs> that is. He's never gotten over that. Um, he really oh, hasn't. Yeah. But. Um, I'd wear it with pride, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah sure they yeah. do. He nowadays. wears it with uh, his own particular brand of bitterness. Um, but you know, this is interesting because I, I actually, if you'd asked me what year did Rust and Peace come out, I think I probably would have thrown out a mid. I would have thrown out a 1986 maybe at you Same, or a 1985. Yeah. That's, 1990. When they, that's when they started. Though. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. it is. With with um with Killing is my business and business is good. Yeah, and peace cells is there yeah, as well, and, uh, which is which so is far big, so good. So what? Yeah, big for you know. Yeah. You know, big for that time, but uh, they got to this point. So, so I suppose mm-hmm. when I heard this before, I often would listen to it and think, "My God, this is so." I don't know what I'd say. It's so ahead of its time, but. But when you think about it in the context of this is came out the same year as um, the Black Album, that actually really puts an interesting spin yeah. on things. Mm-hmm. You know, because this really shows you, well, you know, James Hetfield and co were going in one direction. They were going for big, meaty riffs and more digestible song structures and big mega radio smashers. And then on the other side, you've got Megadeth sort of deliberately going in a direction where they're saying, right, you turned Jason Newstead down so far you can't hear him. Well, this is going <laughs> to yeah. be the metal album with the loudest bass in history. The, you, know? you hear you hear the thudding of the bass yeah. all the way through. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful, you're, right? You're going to you're going to write these long, you know, meandering kind of stadium rock songs. Our songs are going to be short and sharp, but they're also going to have 11 solos in five minutes. You know that kind of way? Yeah. Like Hangar 18, 11, 11 guitar solos in, yeah. in five minutes. Yeah, this was the fact I was looking for. Um, the album titled Rust in Peace was inspired by a bumper sticker that Mustaine saw on the back of a vehicle while driving home. Uh, sticker read, may all your nuclear weapons rust in peace. That's good. Hence, I guess, the, the, the political swings yeah. that they begin. In. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. You know, however ham-fisted the Dave Mustaine <laughs> might, might croak them out, there are lots of political over, overtones on this record. My God, I mean, you really got to get used to his voice because it's... You do, yeah. It's, it's he truly... Sings, he sings really well in his own particular flavor, I think. Idiom, idiom. Uh, I, I, think, yeah. I think he has an undeniably atrocious voice, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, but you he, have to he, love us. He has a certain welcome to the da, da, da. He, he has he has a certain bluesy kind of like swing to it. In a if you listen hard enough, it's. I there. think he sounds like I just I listen. I really like this. It's but, gr- it's gritty as fuck. But I, I will I, say he sounds like a guitarist who can't quite let the dream of being the lead singer go. Yeah. Um. That's what I will say. I mean, you know, 
I think the only track, and it really sounds like on this track, they've, I don't know what, what supports were available to prop up a vocalist oh. in the 80s. I've heard stories. There's stories of like punching in and bouncing in and all these different things. You couldn't, there was obviously there was no auto-tune, but, but I mean, for, for seen, some reason, Tornado of Souls sounds much better vocally than I, the rest of the record. Yeah, I think, it's, I think his, his vocals have gotten a lot better through the years as well. Okay. Or at least, um, you know. Yeah. through the 90s yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah the arts. and the arts maybe not now yeah I listened to a couple a little bit of um, what's it called uh, euthanasia and uh, yeah kind of do extinction he can reach he can reach yeah. his, vocal, his vocals can get somewhere but that's what not what I come to they're in a quiet place but that's not what you come to Megadeth for oh it's fun it adds a grit it adds a yeah. layer whether you like it or not it adds a bit of grit to it yeah I think there's certain parts where like so right here, here's my thing about it I don't actually think that Holy Wars the Punisher Jew is a great opener right? i think it's a pretty fucking stunning little bit yeah of a kick the door down essence, it's it right? does boot the door down it does boot <laughs> the door down that's that's probably my only major criticism i, I think i think it, it could front, start it, a little it, stronger it, it front loads things i would think it front loads things a bit you don't think well i mean you, you say it front lo- front loads things well, and yet one of the best metal songs ever written tornado of souls is the third last track. yeah yeah i know i did it from a leaving search so <laughs> yeah well i did i did i that was that was did you do the vocal uh no no i, I did i did all of the lead in the all eye of the, lead. the tornado and the solo it took yeah wow. the whole thing, it took weeks weeks to do i can imagine we- exclusively weeks to learn that yeah. song and i still remember it yeah. It's, it's been a, 10 years and I still remember that is it. an amazing I mean that song just talk about it for a second is absolutely fantastic talking about just, best solos of all time that's yeah I no, think no, that no, might absolutely. Be you can you can hear I Go mean pick from a few of these songs for greatest solos of all time yeah certainly in terms of guitar tone it's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. what um I, I I have the I have the, Mike Clink I think is the name of the producer mm-hmm. um you know what they managed to capture. I know it's the not, it's nineteen ninety, so it's you know it, it's not super early days, but 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 it is very well captured, and you can actually really hear Corey um, Bolu, the, the the main kind of I suppose the other guitarist other than Matt Heafy in Trivium. Yeah. You can really hear the influence of this album on his style. If you actually think about these solos and the solos in on something like Ascendancy. In terms of guitar tone and the and the choices that, that are made, it's you know there's a lot there's a lot of inspiration there, which is cool. Um, you know, I think I just think overall it's it sounds great for 1990, and it was a great decision yeah. to have the bass mm-hmm. so prominent because mm-hmm. it makes it just it just gives it a different flavor, and also to get a jazz drummer in. Um, I don't know if the, the guy's name written down right now, but but I think his name was Nick something, and mm-hmm. um, but but he. Uh, he had a had a very different background, I think, than most metal drummers, and so there's just a lot of variety in the drumming, which is which is always interesting to mm-hmm. tune into. It adds a bit more than just the metal you get from Metallica, right? Yeah, that's what I always liked about. Oh this. my god! I mean, gee, I mean, not not much of a competition, but like I would take this guy over uh, over Lars <laughs> over Kenny Tay. Yeah, yeah. Um, his name is. Um, is Nick? Yeah, Nick. Nick Menza. Yeah, there was Nick there's some yeah. Nick Menza. Yes, yes. And Marty Friedman was the other. There was the other guitarist. Yep. Yeah. No longer with them, but it. Nope. I believe their lineups tend to be pretty. Uh, Marty is in Japan doing doing J-pop stuff, and he's kicking ass. Wow, nice <laughs> He released one. an album this year, and oh my god, I'll, I, I'll I'll show you the album cover now, actually. Yeah. Right? Just to show you what what Marty Friedman, uh, what his aesthetic is now. Absolutely. Oh my god! Full, full on kind of J-pop wow. metal aesthetic. Full on cultural appropriation. Right exactly. There. Okay. Uh, but Japan fucking. Loves. <laughs> but look at him appropriate. Um, Japan fucking loves him. So good. It, it totally, totally owned. 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Listen, there, 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 there's also anyway. there's the musical surprises on this. I actually, I, I remember always thinking, particularly with songs like like Hangar 18, which is just such a fucking phenomenal yeah, song. Yeah, great um, kind of like. I love the way it takes flight. It takes so long to get to the point where it really starts. Yeah. But just kind of the intro layers, um, very, very well considered and yeah. subtle. It's, like that, it's that James Bond chord yeah, progression, yeah, yeah. but it just it just works and it's, it's unusual it, it, for it a get, metal band. They let it get under, you get well into the mood of it, Yeah, right? Yeah. I always thought that this sounded... Uh, Quite a quite a bit like early Dream Theater. Like, I actually like, do like Dave's vocals in Hangar Eighteen. Yeah. Welcome to yeah yeah. <laughs> Possibly I've seen too much. You know, fundament, fundamentally they're well placed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but actually, yeah. this was only two years before. I think this was the same year as when Dream of Day Unite, and actually only two years before. Um, Images and words, so it makes a little bit more sense that this was hanging around in the ether when Dream Theater were kind of initially crafting their sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a throwback. Yeah, well, it was very lot, much contemporary. Get a lot of that a little later on with um, with uh, Lucretia. Oh, Lucretia's great. That's very interesting. I love. It's got this sort of un- magical, unex- wispy yeah. riff, and it's sugary. It's almost a sugary sweet riff. It's very prog. It's very rush. Yeah, it's very very it, it, rush. Exactly. Uh, I, um, I was yeah. saying dream theater, but anyway. Yeah, or dream theater, but yeah, but but I mean, kind of same difference sometimes. Um, but you, that's that's the song. I think Lucretia's the song where you go, well, you know, I think songs like Take No Prisoners and Holy Wars, and yeah, you know, there's certain songs in here where you go, okay, I can see that this yeah, this yeah. band were, you know, some people would call them knockoff Metallica or whatever or that they have like this Metallica mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. N- Metallica would never in their wildest dreams ever write a song like Lucretia it just wouldn't <laughs> happen it just would not <laughs> Dave sounded like a witch so go yeah. figure or or, or, or or Dawn Patrol to be honest which is that doomy kind of yeah and actually he kind of originated the Anders Frieden croak Okay. Mm. I like, I like that. Which 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 um, which which Anders Frieden would then would then bring to the you know a lot of the early in flames yeah, records. And what else? Do we, Poisons was the cure. Another one took me weeks to learn. Oh, you learned that one, yeah. It's fucking difficult, really fucking yeah. difficult. It's it's lightning fast, kind of almost country tinged. I li- literally wrote almost has a country fried bar brawl feel when it gets going. Yeah. It definitely has an outlook, and it's nuts. It, it goes yeah, fucking yeah. nuts, and it, it yeah, just yeah. keeps going. And then yeah. the second verse is down. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I almost lost my right hand perfecting that song, but, but that just goes to show how good. I think it's, I think it's Mustaine doing that part or Friedman. Either yeah. I don't know who. I yeah. think they're dueling. Um, yeah, but it's uh, yeah taking turns. I mean, I think I could do probably without again sort of harp on the vocals, but I could probably do without the like to start. Then you know, in Five Magics, this kind of a troll oh, call yeah, and response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like it sounds a little you, you really can sense their age they sound very young yeah um, like during the part that where there's we're going five magic five magics yeah I yeah. love kind of I love the instrumentation underneath that yeah it sounds very just determined and kind of double kick kind yeah, of it's yeah it's fun it's really fun yeah. double timey yeah. um yeah some very cool little bits I was a bit surprised oh, um Rust in Peace Polaris, the last yeah. track, yeah. kind of sounds a bit like uh, Primus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very wacky and kind it of ping pongy at the start. Yeah. That's 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 what I would call the uh, fucking every every Megadeth al- album has to have like a, 
a sweating bullets equivalent. Right, 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 right. Kind of okay. wacky Dave yeah, Mustaine yeah, yeah, metal yeah. song of him yeah. kind of like being a commotion about something political. Yeah. <laughs> some some things. Some apparently, he wrote that one, apparently he wrote that one years before even Megadeth was a thing. Yeah, um, I can see that. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a two-parter. Um, it's interesting. It's a good song. I like the first part a little bit more, um, personally. Yeah. I think I yeah I totally prefer the second half. I can't. Mm. I'm, I it's most memorable because of Whoa, the first part. Oh, rest in peace, Polaris. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, but good. You know, I love the bass in this album. Yeah, take overall, no, it's take good. no prisoners really shows that. The diddle, 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 diddle. Yeah, like, yeah, especially with the fast. drum accompaniment. I do think that Take No Prisoners is probably, for my money, the worst song. But I hear what you're saying about the bass. I like how it starts. I I usually change to Five Magics. Yeah, that, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the intro bits uh, so much. Yeah. And the solo's I, great. The solos are always good. The solo, yeah, the solos are, are pretty great throughout. I mean, sometimes they're a bit more taut and focused than others, but, but overall, it's very good. Yeah, I, think, I think the highlights are probably, I mean, you know, I, I think if it, the ones that I would take from the album are Hangar 18, um, yeah. Five Magics, Poison with the Cure, okay. Lucretia, Tornado of Souls, yeah. Dawn Patrol. Yeah, I'm amazed you're skipping off Holy Wars. I, I quite enjoy that. It's, I think it's their, their Judas Priest uh, equivalent yeah um i think it's fine i just uh, yeah some I, extremely good riffing it's it's very kind of it's yeah. really complex and it it's it, maybe it's a bit too like meat every potatoes bar, thrash every, for me every bar it adds like different little changes yeah. to them to like that uh gallop yeah which is iron maiden yeah. as hell yeah 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 that's for sure true. See, um, I'm not really a big, like, you talk with the big three, like, I have no love for Judas Priest or Anthrax. That last Judas Priest record is really, really to be honest with you, much outside of singles Metallica, you know? I was saying, I've grown, I've grown off of, you know, Meat and Potatoes Metal a bit myself. Yeah, I just... When I go back to it, because yeah, it's how I learned my Well, actually, there's right? a record I, I would recommend then, and that you check out, called um, Serpent and Spirit by a band called Urn, uh, which okay. has just come out this year. But uh, if you like... Meat and potatoes, kind of thrash metal, um, with with that kind of Metallica, Megadeth sense of sense of like sort of maybe proggy, uh, melody and stuff. It's actually really, it's really strong and really good. I I, I quite like it. So, and um, but this this is where it all started. And you know, I think the musical chops on this are undeniable. Um, clearly, this was made by a group of musicians who, while maybe not so technically gifted in the vocal department, um, are still very very incredibly adept at their instruments and can weave a song together like you know and to, to, so there's a couple of songs where they, they really do Trojan horse in a lot of odd musical bits you know dissonance and strange time signatures mm -hmm. it's 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 really impressive like and, the uh, whole midsection of Holy Wars yes this is spaced out kind of yeah that's got very early, early dream theater vibes until the harmonic riffing yeah go 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 yeah. <laughs> and then it gets oh it's in my head. Like I know, I, I, yeah, learned, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. six of these songs off by heart and guitar and yeah. I haven't even played them in seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Well I will say I had I had a little I had a little um I had a little Sony MP3 player that was shaped like a like a stopwatch it was sort of a circular thing and it, it could only hold I think it had 128 megabytes mm -hmm. on it so it could only hold about 50 songs um, but two of them were 
Hangar 18 and Tornado of Souls. So those, mm-hmm. those two have been on my radar for many, many years, uh, you know, at least kind of um, yeah. at least 15 years. Like, and I, like I do love them. Metallic or Megadeth is still not really on my radar anymore. Yeah. Um, but I just did f- a couple of tracks off the last one, though, and it was quite yeah. dystopia. Yeah. It's quite good. Not too bad. But like, um, just the amount of, of uh, determination I put to myself when I was like really learning guitar mm. and trying to like exceed my ability mm. yeah. um, in order to learn these songs. Yeah. And then I finally learned these songs. Yeah. Uh, that was a really important moment for me as a guitarist. Yeah. Um, and that's how I am such a guitarist so early on in my career it's because of M- Megadeth. <laughs> Forcing myself to be as good as Megadeth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you heard it from the horse's mouth. Um, I mean, like, yeah. You are a good guitarist. Um, but yeah, no, the, I you know I think they definitely laid the groundwork for uh, heavy so. stuff being a, a bit more cerebral, I guess. Exactly. And then yeah. other, other people took that and, and ran with it, and it's interesting that we'll be talking about um, in all likelihood a new a new trivium album in a couple yep. of weeks, and we'll kind of hear what's the logical endpoint of Megadeth, basically. Exactly. You know, a band that grew up with that, and then. I was, uh, the first thing I put on after this record was episode 666 by In Flames and we'll have to do Horacle <laughs> one day but you can definitely hear it you can hear you know it's like it's 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 got it's got Me- Megadeth but it's also got a little bit of Iron Maiden it's also got a little bit of black Norwegian black metal and it's everything is all in the same pot a little bit of death yeah. metal and, and you can kind of hear all of a sudden when you, you yeah. school yourself on these albums you start to hear their yeah. influence all over the and place and it's not even my favourite Megadeth album uh, that, Which came down to extinction? Uh, yeah, it's not even my favorite. Uh, that no. would probably go to like Cryptic Writings. Uh, I've never even heard of that one. It has uh, She Wolf, uh, Vortex. What what year? Trust. What, roughly. This is 1997. Gosh, it's hard to believe anyone's still making thrash metal in 1997. They didn't stop. They've they, never they, really changed their sound. I mean, I had a little listen. Changed lineup quite a bit. They changed lineup, but they've always stuck to their formula. Except for Risk. The, Risk. the album literally titled Risk. Which... And, and what, 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 do they, what do they go for? A new metal thing? or I think we should cover that. I would love to just talk <laughs> about it too someday. Not next time anyway. No, but it's... But what, it... what, what was it? Was it Megadeth goes... What was it? Megadeth goes punk? Megadeth goes new metal? Megadeth I don't even know. Just shit. Stadium? Just no. shit. Pop. Just, almost, oh, like, oh. almost like dark metal, but pop. Oh. Really okay. shoddy. It's like not very Paradise good. Paradise Lost type stuff or no? No. no. It's not very Okay, I know. I take the point. I'm sure it's, it's like not very good. The mistake before the 2000s hit, okay. 1999, risk. Oh, it's not. Oh good. yeah. And then yeah. they got back to World Needs a Hero, and it, and they kind of kept the momentum. Okay. And uh, let's say everything was good. Endgame, and then the Endgame started their new their era yeah. era of coming yeah. back, I guess. Uh, and then it kind of lost got... me. Super Collider. I think I've heard Super Collider is meant to be really bad. What's on it? Um, Actually, it has a few good songs. It yeah. ended with a cover of Thin Lizzy's Cold Sweat. So yeah, oh, okay, fun. Right. They have fun. Yeah. Well, listen. You know, they're they're you know they're they're bona fide um, legends. I think at this point. And and by the way, I should say I I don't really know enough about this, and I didn't look it up. But I understand Dave Mustaine's a bit of a shithead and probably has some terrible opinions. That's true. But he 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 is he is a hero in a weird way. You know, it's hard it's hard to like. Yeah, a musical. Hero. I just get the sense he's very much a sort of okay boomer type, you know. Uh, not as I wouldn't say he's that bad, but he's, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, listen, I just I, I just had to caveat that because I'm pretty exactly. sure I oh, yeah. read some some pretty sort um, of onerous things that I just want to yeah. say like, and I believe I, I don't condone yeah. his opinions. I don't really know what they are, yeah. but I've I've heard they're pretty. I believe bad. Uh, I think he got over his cancer recently. Well, that's excellent. Which is great. Um, that's excellent news. Yeah, and as did our. 
by the way, yeah, very actually. late in the show for Sorry. the news, but news. It, it deserves to be talked about. Mark Hoppus is better. He is, he is. Of course, huh. you know, yearly, year, you know, hospital visits throughout the year, of course, to get checked regularly. But, but uh, cancer-free. Yeah, yeah. It's That was that was such great news in yeah. a news cycle of non-stop shit. Um, to hear that Mike, Mark Hoppus yeah. was, was better is, is was really heartening. So that's 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 great, great, great news. And hopefully he'll be back to, to full, you know, back in, in at full speed soon. Yeah. But yeah, so my, I mean... I will say, you know, I'm I'm very glad that I took the time to get more familiar with this record, and I have got some new favorites. I think you know, Lucretia. Go through their '90s shit. Honestly, like yeah, like, like cryptic writings. Yeah. Um, uh, so what's oh, I forgot the name of the titles. Yeah. Um, Countdown to Extinction. Countdown to Extinction. Countdown to Extinction is very good. Yeah. Uh, you not uh, they're all good, dude. Yeah. World needs a hero is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, just have a little deep dive if you ever get the time. Yeah. I'll try. Listen, you know, the one thing I think I'll probably never really be able to get over is Dave Mustaine's voice, but I think on this album they do enough to to really get around that for me. And and overall, I think it's it's really strong. Tornado Souls is still my favorite song, but I have I have got some new favorites. So. Still in the see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> yeah. Can we edit? Edit that. Oh, anyway. What? 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 What's happening? I don't know. It's just ending on that note. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fine. We won't cut there. No uh, cuts. Absolutely not. Dil- yes. Wallow in your shame. I don't know what just happened there. It's a great album. It is. It, Isn't it? It's still good. Yeah. Somehow it's still good. Yeah. Um, I listen to Metallica sometimes these days. I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. But but I always get excited and hyped. Listening to Megadeth more than Metallica, so go figure. Go figure. It's yeah, weird. We'll have to do, well, maybe we'll do a little, we'll have to do a little Metallic album sometime. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I've never quite gotten the hype around. That's um, the Dave Mustaine ones. For all. There are none. Ride the lightning. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he played on any of them. Um, his riffs are ride the lightning. Maybe his, his riffs. riffs. Yeah, his riffs, but but not the man. Not the man. Not the legend. The probably bad opinion guy, and um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, what is your favorite track? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we Be- totally skipped this section. No, no, I I, I said it was Tornado <sighs> Souls. No, but I, I kind of like. Tried then to, you tried zoned to, tried, out I and... tried to be witty and end this with a little thing, but no. No. Uh, I think it's Hangar 18, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. It's Hangar yeah, 18. Yeah, it's Hangar 18. All right, good stuff. Um, well, that is Rust in Peace by Megadeth, and that is our show. Um, my God, we managed to get uh, nice. seven albums. Was it seven or eight? Seven so, albums. Seven or eight albums. A couple. In, uh, in, in, a, in just under two hours. So we got to go. Yeah. It's lot, been a pleasure. A lot coming out in the next few weeks, of course. Oh, yes, there is. A lot, lot came out today, um, let alone in the next two weeks. So we will have plenty to talk about on the next show. But for now, to you and yours, uh, have a very, very nice October. <laughs> let's get spooky next time yes yeah, let's do a spooky let's get club. spooky uh, sounds good alright and, and, and just in case you happen to be in Berlin come and see my band Drawing Weather at Sludge Fest in Leupol <laughs> in Berlin all I know about it is the name but we are playing oh, um, no. so come and see us I mean you know yes like you know, <laughs> oh, no. nothing oh, better yeah. than not knowing what the fuck is happening at a gig it's a gig yeah, we're happy to be playing it okay, um, okay. so so uh, we'll see you there if you happen to be in Berlin otherwise um, find Kill Shuffle on anywhere that you happen to search for nice. us and we'll see you very soon bye bye bye